That's crazy. That's biased. That's hatred toward Carmelo. Is this list for 2017? I mean, your past, your past accolades do not come into this list. Right. It's for this year going forward. I don't care if it was for two years ahead of time. I I mean, Carmelo, there's not 60 guys in this NBA better than But hey, man, do I get justified in my love for Danny Green at 59? No. 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 I don't know what they're, I don't know what they're watching. I mean, you know, Danny, I mean. Danilo Gallinari better than him. Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez. It's some Alonzo Ball. He hasn't played one game. And I think Alonzo Ball, which is something we never talk about when we discuss LeVar, I think in three, four years he could be a top five point guard in the league. I think he's that good. Tune into the Sports Grind weekdays from 3 to 5 Eastern, only on SB Nation Radio. This is SB Nation AM. But I am sick and tired of the well you know it was nine o'clock in los angeles oh god get the yeah, hell out of no, here yeah. are you kidding me being fatigued or having your internal clock off just never equals throwing off your back foot across your body and across your field is that the reason you can't stop the run is because of the eternal clock every morning lynn murray and solly get you ready for work on sd nation radio This is SB Nation AM. It's time for our random morning jukebox. It does sound like an MC Hammer as you can't touch them because he took them. I'm Rick James, bitch. bitch. This is from 1981. It's called Super Freak. Rick's Street Songs. Very, very nice. Background vocals from Motown label mates, The Temptations, in which one of the singers was James' uncle, Melvin Franklin. Freak, of course, slang, as Wikipedia notes, for a very promiscuous girl. Turn it up. It was a very nice movie. Um, little blonde girl that I saw in the American... Abigail... Breslin? Breslin. Breslin. Yeah. Thank you, Sally. I saw Abigail Breslin yeah, not soon a... after that. Well, she's grown up now. That's when everybody joined Act, her. Yeah. Yes. Um, I saw Abigail Breslin at the American doll... What the hell is it called? American Girl Doll? American Girl Doll Store in Manhattan. Not soon after Little Miss Sunshine. And I turned to my wife and I went, There's Little Miss Sunshine. That's her. And she stopped in to get a doll. And she was with her mom and no security entourage. Really? There's my little brush. Greg Kinnear was in that movie. Abigail Breslin. He was fantastic. Funny. Yeah, the, the movie featured many excellent Carell, performances. in that movie. Loved that movie. Rick James was not in that movie. Was he still with us in 2006? Yeah, he was still with us, right? Yes. He passed in 2000. No, he died in 2004. Wow. My bad, yo. My bad. Rick James, born James Ambrose Johnson Jr., the legendary. Some uh, pretty quirky phrasing in this uh, song. Some interesting lyrics, to say the least. Not as interesting as the texts that have been coming in. Including, what was Lynn's fake Twitter feed uh, that you should establish? Lynn's fake account, not the donut cutter. Thank you, Houston, uh, Texas. Uh, uh, somebody else uh, from the 301, I thought your secret handles, uh, my handles, you leave my handles out of this. I thought your secret Twitter handles were half donut man or 
at pastrami by the pound. Ah, ah. Yes, that's the way it's going to look. From the 484, oh, oh, or my name isn't Kevin Dirt at not KD Dubs fan 88. Uh, Kevin Durant sucks. That should be be simply put. Just unbelievable, man. Um, how how long do we have for for this Uh, brief account? uh, Uh, Yeah, a minute if that. Uh, Coming up on tomorrow's program, Roy Wood Jr. will be here. He will. And uh, you boys will be manning the controls. That's right. No Lynn. I will be uh, observing. Is it uh, Rosh Hashanah? It is Rosh Hashanah. I will not be suspended. For those it is, it is Rosh Hashanah. For the uh, real comments for the, made on Twitter. For the Jewish New Year. So to those of you who celebrate and observe, uh, happy and healthy. For saying and, and that whole Rick James year. bitch, you have now been suspended. Yes. Uh, by the way, speaking of not Rick James bitch or, or Rick James bitch, I, I watched... The Prince game blouses huh. Chappelle show thing again. The what? Unity. One of my friends posted on Facebook. I forget when and where. It was in the last two or three days. And I Charlie could, Murphy. Yeah. And there's and Charlie Murphy's cussing up a storm. But why would you like to come back to my house? And, and he made us pancakes. It was great. It was, and wait, you're gonna play us in those outfits? Unbelievable. The genius mind. That is Dave Chappelle. Enjoy the day. Thanks, Neil. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. I like Vic Lombardi. You go to Denver, very few Lombardi. You know, I guess we're naturals. I guess we're naturals in there, man. He's a man who likes wine. And I'll tell you something else. He knows more about sports in his toenail than you know in your family tree. Yes, sir. You hit it right on the head, man. Don't talk about my I have to keep it very professional, which uh, I will. But uh, you got a big crowd out there. Yeah. It's uh, Vic Lombardi night. It's all entertainment. You know, it's yeah. all entertainment, man. You're listening to Dr. Vic Lombardi. Doctor is in, and he'll be discussing a study that you may have read about in the Denver Post about how youth football is causing problems for our nation's youth. We'll discuss that in our piping hot takes. i got a lot to say about that. I've already caught a lot of heat on Twitter, but uh, more to come on that study. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this Wednesday morning, joined by H.W. Will Peterson, James Manchester, Maryland. we got Jesse Trujillo on the ones and the twos, and... Uh, are we going with uh, party with Marty? What 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 is our conclusion on yesterday's Power Five? Yeah, we're gonna party with Marty. The Power Five texters were a little mean. We're gonna stick with Manchester's party with Marty. You mean our texters are mean? Occasionally, that's weird. Since, since when are they mean? That's like never imagined that. It's like the Twitterati being mean. I ha- had to deal with some of that meanness last night. By the way, it's fun. We'll and discuss. It? It's it's fun, but it, it's fun because Twitter doesn't give you. The length nor the context to really give your point. That is the ultimate flaw of 140 characters. You can think something deeper and never have the room or capacity to express it. Would you agree? Uh, totally. And people, you know, take things, uh, the, the, if you try and put it in multiple tweets, they only see the fourth one and then they totally take it out of context and go crazy. Um, so no, I, I would agree with you. Speaking of Twitter, guys, I want to give you an update on our bet yesterday. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm yet to uh, I'm yet to see a pay stub from our uh, our guy Mike. Has oh, he been communicating Mike's... with you? No, no. Okay. Radio 
silence, so to speak. So uh, Mike, uh, Mike understood what was really at stake here, and he yeah. had second thoughts. Yeah. All of a sudden, you know, I want to call the show and call me out, and then we go ahead and put this uh, wager out to the public, and someone disappeared. So I'm not saying he's totally gone and that he won't come back, but uh, as of right now, it's been almost 24 hours, I have not heard a word. For those of you who missed yesterday's show, Mike came out of nowhere a loyal listener to the program, called the show. And if you want to call the show and engage Manchester, feel free. We have open lines, 303-753-0950. But he called yesterday, and on top of the um, the wager that was originally made, remember when Manchester said the Broncos would go 6-10? and 10? Well, Mike heard that. And Mike decided to put his money where his mouth is. He upped the ante. He thinks the Broncos will go no less than 11-5. and five. And he bet 20% of his salary on that. If the Broncos do not go at least 11 and 5, he will donate 20% of his salary to a charity of Manchester's choice. If they do go less than that, correct, Manchester? You have to get off the Twitter machine. Uh, that is correct. Which, if they go 11 and 5 or better and I have to give up Twitter, I will gladly do it. I, I mean, this is the easiest bet I've ever made because I, I can't lose. If my team that I root for, that I bleed their colors, goes better than 11 and 5, I'm thrilled. If I get to get off Twitter, my wife is thrilled. I, I mean, that's that's a, that's a no-lose. Remember, you won't just get off Twitter. You'll just go Kevin Durant and find a different handle for Twitter no, no, without I, anybody knowing. I'm honest. I, I'll, be, I'll just be done. I'm over it. Well, I thought I was done last night. I tried to keep my eyes open. I don't know if you guys did. I watched the entire Rockies game. I knew how important it was. I saw when Gerardo Parra laced the double down the right field line, uh, bringing home, I think it was Carlos Gonzalez, tying the game at three apiece. And you saw the reaction from Parra as he's running down the first baseline. He's into it. He's gritty. I mean, a, a, a wonderful at-bat. Just amazing at-bat by a veteran player to bring home a much-needed run. And then it all fell apart in the ninth. Rockies lose 4-3. The lead is down to one. Because Milwaukee doesn't know how to lose anymore, guys. Now are you worried? Yes, no doubt. Well, there's still a plus three in my four-point plan to get to the postseason, so uh, I'm good. But uh, I may not be good by my hot take. The problem is what what we're not taking into account in your four-point plan is the hotness of the Brewers. Yeah, they got a weekend series with the Cubs, right? Isn't that what's coming up? Well, sure. Okay, sure. I mean, mean, they look like a team that could beat anybody right now. They look like a team that's just, again, they look very much like the Rockies of 07. They just can't lose. Well, let's they be fair, lost. Vic. They won 3 nothing and one nothing the last two nights. The Pirates have packed it in for the season and are doing the Rockies no favors. When you don't score for 18 straight innings, you don't want to be playing baseball. The Rockies are screwed by how bad the Pirates and Clint Hurdle are right now. Oh, well, the Giants have packed it in. The Giants aren't going anywhere. Okay, but the Giants still threw Johnny Cueto last night. Who who did the Pirates throw? Oh, well, they were 2 nothing on Johnny Cueto. They, they, they were leading the game. The, the bottom line is baseball is baseball. Don't give me this who you play at the end of the season stuff. Because other teams, you just never know what you get. Either you win or you lose at this point. And, and you know the pressure, I believe, watching the game last night. Gerardo Parra, unlike a lot of his other teammates, he was into it. He understood the enormity of that game. I wish, and you hear this all the time from coaches, I wish I could get nine Gerardo Paras out there with that same emotion and intensity. 
you guys watch that at bat when he got the hit? Yeah. I mean, it's as if he won the World Series. No, I, I'm with you, and they need, you know, at least nine guys, preferably 25-plus acting that way on a nightly basis, and they, they don't. They look like a group that spent the day uh, enjoying Napa with their day off on Monday. Uh, I just can say this. Nobody knows how to blow a late-season lead quite like Bud Black. He well, was, he a, he was a manager of San Diego when the Rockies caught him in 07. Here we go again. The only criticism I have toward Bud Black, and I watched a little bit of the post game last night, and we may have that sound, is just how, and again, I'm the wrong person to manage a team because I'm a little too hyper, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. But the way he took that loss is if, eh, they just played better. Good game though. Good game. He said that three times. Oh, great game. I don't, I don't care about the game. <laughs> I care about your lead. It's down to one. I care about winning the game. I don't care how good a game it was. I don't care about the quality of the game. I don't care if the game was trash as long as you win it. Well, and who would have thought that the weather delay that propelled the Broncos to one of their more impressive wins in a couple of years may have also derailed the Rocky season at the same time, and none of us were were truly plugged into the significance of that at the time of John Gray going five, looking unhittable, and Mother Nature getting him out of the game. The bullpen blows it. That Sunday, if the Broncos are special this year, we'll remember it because it's the day they announced to the NFL they could be contenders. It could also be the day the Rockies choked away the playoffs. Guys, they they have blown, and I can go back through my Twitter because I tend to tweet about it every time they do it. But I remember tweeting, remember August 6th and 8th. That was when Greg Holland blew back-to-back games. Mm-hmm. They've blown now back-to-back games in the ninth inning the last two. Uh, there were certainly some in between there. They have blown off the top of my head at least a half a dozen games in the ninth inning in the last five weeks. Playoff spots are won and lost with late-game drama. Yep. Can we agree? Yep. Especially in, in September. All right, late games is where you make your playoff position. And I'm a little worried about this team late game right now. I just am. And and I didn't have the same worry just a few days ago. Now it's creeping back up again. Say what you want about what we believe will happen. According to the uh, stats guys, the odds makers, right now, even with a one-game cushion, and only a one-game cushion, the Rockies have a 71% chance of making the postseason. 71% compared to Milwaukee at 24%. How do you explain that? I don't know. I'm not a mathematician. And also, that, that number was high 80s 48 Yesterday. to 72 hours ago, yeah. I, I mean, it's 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 one of those things, though, if you go in and you look at the numbers. All right, the Rockies have 11 left. If they go 6-5... and five, to to not get at least into a play-in game, the Brewers have to go eight and three. That's well, pretty gonna, damn hot, and listen. they and they have the Cubs, I believe, twice. So that's how you explain it. They they have a lot tougher schedule, and they have to. I, I know one game doesn't seem by mu- seem much, but to make up two, which is what you'd have to do to pass the Rockies, you ha- you have to be really really hot, or the Rockies have to be really really bad. At this point, I'm going to assume the Milwaukee Brewers won't lose another baseball game ever. Well, the Rockies have a game against San Francisco today and then four at San Diego. That's five games that you, you have to win three of those. You probably should win four. Uh, if not, then you know what? It's, it doesn't matter anyway. And I'm starting to ease into my hot take here, so I don't want to. Yeah, I don't uh, want you to give it away. Easy I don't want to give it away, Stop. but okay. it's just, uh, I mean, I get the math, but man, what a difference 24 hours makes when you just blow another game late. It's just, it, it's, it's a, it's a, and it was something that they avoided for the first 
two and a half months of the season, and it's been the problem with this team for five or six years, and they they fixed it for a while, and now the same thing that's always been their bugaboo. It's not been starting pitching. It's not been the lineup. It's been late-inning bullpen work. It's killing them again. It's been at least a half a dozen in the last five weeks. On the show today, Broncos outsider Kyle Keefe at 8 a.m. Not only are Broncos outs, he is an Avs insider. Can we be fair at least? He's inside on the Avs, outside on the Broncos. And the Avs played their first preseason game last night. They did. Also on the program, Rapids interim head coach Steve Cook at 9 a.m. And NFL agent Peter Schaefer at 9.30. Interesting words from one Joe Thomas. I've been telling you guys for a couple years now that the trade to the Broncos was this close to happening. And if you're looking at my fingers right now, they're almost touching. This close. Joe Thomas finally goes on record to explain how close it was. Joe Thomas's agent is Peter Schaefer. We'll discuss that and much more with him at 9.30. Up next, our piping hot takes. And, guys, I'm going to change the order up a little bit because mine might be a little long and exhaustive. I'll go last in our hot takes because I'm going to attack a study, uh, another medical group, and I'm not sure who's behind this, trying to sabotage the sport of football. Now at the youth level, they want it gone. And I'm going to pick this study apart. you got the Vic Lombardi Show right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, Kreckman and Harris. Coming up Wednesday, Kreckman and Harris, we turn the page as the Broncos get ready to take on the Buffalo Bills. Trevor Simeon and Vaughn Miller will talk to the media. Ryan, Bills Mafia, how weird is that place? Jumping on tables, relations in the parking lot, it's just disgusting. Yeah, so let's get all ready for that, plus Rockies and Giants conversation. It's Kreckman and Harris, yeah! Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on L. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I'd never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Kreckman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000 or you go online to AmericanFinancing.net. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. 
Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. The Colorado Rapids would like to invite you to the end-of-season awards gala of Burgundy Affair, presented by Audi. Join us for an evening of food, libations, and celebrations on Tuesday, October 17th, hosted at the Sewell Ballroom in the Denver Center for the Performing Arts. This cocktail attire evening features a sit-down dinner alongside Rapids players, coaches, and alumni, benefiting Cronky Sports Charities' community programs. Make your reservation today at coloradorapids.com. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy. The flu! <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be <coughs> everywhere. <coughs> the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Buying or selling a house doesn't need to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling. Lucas Akers and his team of agents all over the Denver area can help save you money. Why pay a 6% commission? With Metro 21 Real Estate, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-4663. Find out how they can help you or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Call 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-4663. Tell them you've heard about what they have to offer on the radio. NMLS 158-1504. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. I-225 southbound at Parker Road. There's an accident. It's cleared off to the shoulder. Still backing up traffic to 6th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Northbound I-25 running stop and go 84th to 104th due to a crash. Southbound I-25. Expect those very slow speeds between 120th and 84th. Amazon is hiring full-time associates at their newest warehouse in Aurora. On the job training and benefits, apply at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Again, our Broncos outsider, Kyle Keith, coming up at 8 a.m. this morning. The text line already off and running, 309-33-309-33, our text number. This one is uh, from the 8141. I will take over Mike's bet. If he doesn't show up, I'll donate 20% of my wife's salary. Please don't ask for a pay stub because there isn't one. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Points That's for creativity. Funny. Yeah. But, you know. I'm just disappointed he's no-showing. He was pretty hot and heavy yesterday. Oh, he came in, you know, throwing daggers at me. Well, yeah. Mike, if you're listening, check your direct messages on Twitter. Let's get this figured out. He promised. And we're all about... 
promises on this show because I'm going to dinner Friday night on Manchester's tab. Oh, and I, it's going to be glorious. I have a bit of an update for you guys, by the way. Okay. What um, is it? So yesterday on the show, you guys basically uninvited me to dinner. Was, wait, wait, was wait, kind wait. of the vibe I got. Manchester, was he ever invited? No. How do you uninvite if you're never invited? Ne- he invited himself. Yes. Yeah, it was it was pretty devastating. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> to on the radio be told you're not wanted at this dinner. All right. Um, and and so I owe Aaron dinner for the same bet or or steak, right? But how how is Aaron involved in our yeah. dinner? Well, how does this happen? So Arden and I made the same bet on Twitter that you and James made on the radio. Okay. The Pax and Trevor bet. Uh, I'm settling today. I'm going to do my own thing. You guys can do your own thing. Uh, Arden and I are going to Elway's for lunch today. It, it is officially settled. And you're picking this up? I am, yes. Wow, that's a, that's out of left. You're actually paying for a tab? Yeah, I pay up my bets. Breakfast oh. burritos. I'm still waiting for my calves and the, Finals, but you know, way, again, I, you've never told me what we bet. Uh, but Arn and I are going to Elway's today, so you guys have your fun Friday. I'm gonna have my fun on Wednesday afternoon. I can't tell you what the next stop will be after Elway's, right, but tell Arn I said hello. Let's get going. Our piping, hey, remember now, I don't want to go first, Jesse. I want to go last. Our piping hot takes. I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present piping. Hot. <laughs> Brought to you by Sus Buick GMC. No dealership fee ever at Sus. It's HW's Hot Take. Mine's pretty simple. The Broncos are headed to Buffalo on Sunday. They'll face Bill's Mafia. Getting from the bus in the parking lot to the stadium may be a challenge. Just Google Bill's fans what they do in the parking lot before the games, what they throw on the field during games. Bill's fans are out of control. They're the most absurd fan base in football. They're ridiculous and they're really good at what they do. Buffalo's a tough place to play and I'm a little afraid that the 2-0 and Broncos are going to be thinking that they're the 3-0 and Broncos facing the Raiders on Sunday, October 1st. A game the Raiders will likely be 3-0 and in as well because the Raiders don't lose on the East Coast there in Washington this weekend. The Broncos cannot overlook Buffalo. They came off too big of a win against Dallas. Too big of a high. You beat the crap out of the Cowboys. It's too good of a win last Sunday to stumble into that Oakland game at 2-1. and one. I know it's really tough to not look at that Raiders game, but you can't overlook Buffalo, one of the more unique places to play in the NFL, one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. That game against the Raiders is massive, but it's not quite as massive if you're not 3-0. and oh. Please, Broncos, focus on the Bills, take care of business. Next week, all week, can be Raiders week. Remember now, I was, uh, I gave you the Broncos over the Cowboys and I was never worried. That's how I gave it to you last week. This week I'm worried. As of right now, 721 AM on this Wednesday morning, as of right now, this very minute, minute, I've got the Broncos losing in Buffalo. It could change, but right now I've got them losing this game. My data suggests that. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Guys, we're all worried about the Rockies' lead being down to one game. This is the tightest it's been in months for the for the final wild card spot. And can they hold on? And will they get into the postseason? Here's a thought I had watching that game last night. Maybe they're not a playoff caliber team. Hear me out on this. If they get into the wild card and they have to play one game, who's their starting pitcher? 
We don't know. We've debated it for months. We've gone back and forth, round and round. Depending on the week, we have a different guy. Just Monday, we debated, hey, if they're in the ninth inning with a one-run lead, who do you want on the hill? And we kind of settled on Chris Russin, kind of. How'd he do last night? Absolute gas can. So they're a team that doesn't have an ace. You don't know who you would pitch in a must-win game. Doesn't have a closer you can rely on. You don't know who you'd want out there in a in a deciding game with a one-run lead of the ninth. They've got three really good players at the top of the order, two that are great, and then a bunch of guys who any given day can go 0 for 4 and strike out three times. Here's the thing. I just I think the Rockies might limp in. I don't think they're a playoff caliber team. Wow. Took this long? Now you're at that juncture? I mean, seriously, you don't have a closer and you don't have an ace? I mean, how many teams that have won a World Series can you say that about? How many? What about Milwaukee? I don't know that much about Milwaukee, but I bet they do. All right. I'm only worried about the Rockies. That's fine. One last hot take. Let's go. All right, fellas, I've been stewing over this for now 12 hours. I read this online yesterday. The Denver Post titled it in their digital display here. Study shows playing football before age 12 can lead to mood and behavior issues. Study shows that those who participated in football before age 12 were twice as likely to have problems. That's the headline. How do you like that headline grab right there? Twice as likely to have problems. Pretty good clickbait. Yeah. When you read that, what, I mean, seriously, problems in what? In bed? Problems where? <laughs> it does, it, it is very much, oh, panic. Uh, I got to admit, as a parent of boys who are right at that age to start playing, it got my attention and, ma- and without reading it made me go, well, there I go. I'm not well, doing I read it. it. I read it and, and I'm going to break it down paragraph by paragraph right now. And, and I'm sorry. I, I am tired of just random people trying to eliminate a sport off the face of the earth. And that's exactly what's happening here. They, they, they've got agendas and they're driving those agendas. And frankly, I, I'm tired of it. I, I get it. Football is dangerous. I think we all acknowledge that. CTE is real. I acknowledge that. I've seen it. Yes, it's real. But when you give me football before age 12 can lead to problems, what the hell does that mean? How vague do you want to... So you want us to stop with football altogether? I'm going to read this piece by piece and just break it down for you. New medical study has found that children who play football before age 12 suffer mood and behavior problems later in life at rates significantly higher than those who take up the sport later. You have three children. They all play football, correct, James? That is correct. I started playing football by the age of five. I was five playing on a six-year-old team, full contact for the Rough Riders. My son started playing at the age of seven, full contact football. Okay? Do do they have problems? Did I have problems? Every kid's got problems, behavioral problems. What the hell does that mean? That is the most opaque, most generic sentence I've ever read in a paper by a study. Let me go on. It says here that... Um, the younger football players were three times more likely as those who took up the sport after age 12 to experience symptoms of depression. Okay, let me let me break that down a little bit more. Have you guys ever been to like a 10-year-old or 8-year-old full contact football game? Have you ever seen one? Have you ever yeah. seen one played? Yeah. 
How much real physical violence goes on in an eight-year-old football game? Just curious. Not much. You know, it's it's a bunch of guys wearing cushions running into each other. That's what it is. There is no physical violence at the age of eight, nine, and ten. Trust me, I coached at that level. I've seen them play at that level. There is nothing to fear at that age. There's this impression that at age ten, these guys are going four point eight in the forty running down a, a field on a kickoff and just beating the crap out of each other. It's a joke. Youth football is soft. It's it's intentionally soft for that reason. These kids aren't big enough to hurt each other yet. I'll go on. Between the ages of 10 and 12, says Dr. Robert Stern, Director of Clinical Research at Boston University, there is this period of incredible development of the brain. Perhaps that is a window of vulnerability It makes sense that children whose brains are rapidly developing should not be hitting their heads over and over again. That's the sentence that's got me going. You ever watch a soccer game, doctor? Dr. Robert Stern, you ever watch soccer? You ever ever seen youth soccer? Do you know that more concussions are born from the sport of soccer than football? And it's twice as likely to be concussed in soccer? You mean to tell me that an eight-year-old football game where they're softly running into each other is going to cause more concussions than soccer, which is considered a safer sport. You don't know what the hell you're watching. Your kid's in gymnastics, right? Yes. Yes. Gymnastics can be dangerous. You fall off those rings, you can hit your head, right? Dude, he's at the level now where I hold my breath every single meet or every single practice. My kid has suffered three concussions in his life. Three. He played football, full contact, since the age of seven. Guess what? Not one of those concussions was a result of football. Not mm-hmm. one. Two in basketball, one in baseball. Not one in football. Not one. I, you want problems? You can go down the list of every sport between the ages of 8 and 12 that can cause problems. Motorcycle racing. Lacrosse can cause problems. Again, baseball. You, you, you don't catch a ground ball cleanly and it pops you in the chin. That's a problem. Hockey. Come on, hockey parents. Reach out. Dodgeball. Recess. The monkey bars. Correlation does not always equal causation. And that's what gets me about these studies. I think it's irresponsible and reactionary to pinpoint youth football suddenly to explain why kids have problems in the generic term. All kids have problems. They're just different. There's problems all around us. So what do you want? Do you want to eliminate the sport entirely? You want kids to stop being active? You want them to play video games all day? What do you want? I mean, football is going to cause violent hits, yes. But not all kids have problems for playing football. I'm just tired of this assault on one sport. Yes, when you get older and you get faster, the sport becomes violent. I was scared when kids hit puberty. And they start really slamming into each other. I got scared as a parent. But between the ages of 7 and 12, when all they are is running pillows, that's not a problem. That's a sport. Calm the hell down. That's my hot take. You feel better? I'm just just so tired of hearing about this. And I might be in the minority. Fine, you might think I'm an idiot. You might think I'm I'm just a barbaric take here. But... Again, I lived, I grew up with football. My kid grew up with football. And do we have problems? Some might say, yeah, we have intense problems. It's all relative. 
Okay? It's very relative. I don't think that sport is any more dangerous than the sports I just listed. Until you get to that next level. Next level, high school football, yes, that can be dangerous if you don't do it the right way. But I, an eight-year-old playing football, give me a break. I would agree with you. And, and it's it's like a lot of things where you start making some changes and it's good and then it goes too far. I think some of the changes, look, when you're 10 years old, you don't need to be doing Oklahoma drills. You don't of course. Need, you don't need to be doing two-a-days. Of course. No, we acknowledge that, yes. You don't need to be doing five-day-a-week practice where you're banging heads in the trenches. Um, but adjusting some things and limiting your number of hits, that's common sense. Going to this degree, I would agree with you. I think it seems like an attack. How do you adjust the ball hitting your head in soccer? <laughs> well, they 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 have banned you. Can't, you're not allowed to head the ball at the youth age. My my son's team's eight. They're eight year olds. They can't they can't head the ball. At, at what point will we just stop playing sports? I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. you. Know, what, what are we gonna do now? So so I guarantee if you assess the same study to every sport, every one, you will come. The result will be the same. Problems. I suffered one concussion playing sports, and it was baseball. If you right? take anything the same can be stuff, dangerous. Anything you can take, be dangerous. You know what? It's the same people who want to ban recess. It's the same people who want to ban PE. It's those same people. Get out and exercise. Live a little. Get out from behind your damn video games. It's pathetic. <laughs> it's a fired-up finale nominee. Yes, it is. I think we may have our winner. You got the Vic Lombardi show. has been brought to you by Sus Buick GMC, south of Mississippi on Havana in Aurora. Here's your chance to hang out with Scott Hastings and Julie Brahman. Every Thursday during their show, a lucky listener and a friend will have lunch with the host while hanging out in the studio. Presented by Garbanzo Mediterranean Fresh. From premium meats and gyros to salads and baked from scratch pitas. Visit eatgarbanzo.com to find a location near you. It's Hanging with Hastings and Brahman every Thursday only on Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana. In Aurora. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop, Cherry Creek, IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. 
The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. If you're a mom or dad of a child who struggles, you've searched high and low trying everything you can. From tutors to counselors, specialists to pills, you've tried them all with little success. You need to know there is a program that has helped tens of thousands of kids just like yours. Brain Balance Achievement Centers can make a real difference for your child. Brain Balance is a drug-free solution that deals with the root cause of issues like ADHD, dyslexia, audio processing, and behavioral challenges. Our combination of sensory motor exercises, academic skill building, and a clean eating plan doesn't just mask the issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child has trouble making friends, is disruptive in school, or is frustrated to the point of tantrums, now is the time to call Brain Balance Achievement Centers. Now six centers serving families in northern Colorado. Call 800-877-5500 today. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Camden, eastbound at Logan. There's an accident there that's backed up traffic to Lowell. Traffic is brought to you by your local Ford store. Some pretty slow speeds on C-470 eastbound, Kipling through to Platte Canyon, westbound between Wolves and Morrison Road. All-wheel drive isn't all you get. With the new Ford SUV, you'll find all the safety and tech you need and the quality you deserve. Now get great deals on America's best-selling SUVs, only at your local Ford store. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. I'm telling you guys, if we're not careful here, you're going to see the complete abolishment of America's most popular sport. I mean, in 20 years, we're going to be talking football like we're talking almost boxing. I mean, what is boxing anymore? The occasional fight once every three months that people get on pay-per-view. It's going to happen at the youth level, and it's going to be ugly. And I, again, I acknowledge once I acknowledge it's a dangerous sport that causes head trauma. But when you start attacking things you don't know, when you start going to the youth level for just ridiculous, I mean, some of the things I've read in these studies. You can apply that to everything you do between the ages of 12. There is fear in everything you do. I remember coming home one day a couple years ago. My 10-year-old fell over a fence. It took 12 stitches. She wasn't playing football. She was being alive. She was walking. Vic, a few counterpoints on the text line for you. 3629 says, so Vic, do you think these doctors are just making this data up? No, I think people who are anti-youth football are taking studies and applying it for their own cause. You can you could take the exact same study this Dr. Stern did 
and apply it to soccer, youth soccer, and come up with the same results. You can take that exact same study and apply it to recess. They could look at recess for the last 20 years and see kids that may have fallen during recess and said, oh, they're going to have behavioral issues. Yeah, they got hurt. Wait, so just so we're clear here, though, you think recess is just as dangerous as football? I would say, I'm going to tell you right now, and I don't have a study to prove this, I guarantee you that in this country, there are more concussions resulting from recess than youth football. I would bet that. Mm, well, more kids do recess. I think okay. I think we'd need to look at it as a percentage That's to fine. get a better but, answer. But you ever you ever have a you ever have an issue at recess with a kid that gets hurt and they have to call mom and dad and they have to come in and deal with them because they bump their head and not necessarily a concussion but they bump their head because remember this study I'm, I'm going to read it again they're not. They're not talking about the big hits in football. They're talking about the numerous small hits at the line of scrimmage that add up. They're worried about those hits and how that's causing uh, some issues with brain development. It's well, the small hits. What about Chris in Fort Fun says, Vic, I think they are finding you don't need to get a concussion for the contact to cause damage. It's the repeated nature of the contact in football. That's what I just said. Well, right. So Chris yeah. is saying that that's what the doctors are finding. Are you disputing that as well? Yes. I, I, is there repeated uh, contact in soccer? Uh, there, I don't it, think it, there is much head-to-head contact in soccer as there really? is in football. Really? Is there repeated contact in lacrosse or hockey? I'm just curious. Have you ever played either of those sports? Yes. Have you ever hit your head? Yes. Okay. Is there contact? But you don't drive your head into the other person as consistently in lacrosse and hockey as you do Will. in football. Will, have you ever watched an eight-year-old football game, full contact football game? Have you ever mm, watched one? Sure. I, I've seen it okay. at a park, so, so yes. You tell me. I don't spend my Saturdays watching right, so eight-year-old football. Eight year, where is this repeated contact that's going to cause head trauma? Where, where is it exactly? Because what I see is two eight-year-olds at the snap standing up and running into each other's stomachs, essentially. That's what I see. I, I saw it. I lived it. I coached it. They're too young to hurt each other. Let me tell you when it does take place. It's exactly when these doctors, or this specific doctor, says you would never allow a kid to play full contact until the age of 12. Well, guess what? At age 12, when puberty hits, and they get faster, and they get smarter, and the athlete becomes more athletic, that's when it's dangerous. I think it's the exact opposite. That's when football is a problem. That's when you're concerned as a parent. When they're moving at extremely fast rates and they're slamming into each other. Not when they're eight years old. Give me a break. So you just think it's agenda driven to try to weed youth football out of the cycle of sports that kids are allowed to play in America? I don't know if it's an agenda, but I know that you can apply the same study to many different sports and come up with the same results. So yes, someone has an agenda and it's gone on for years now. I'm sort of sick of it. If I want my kid to play youth football, give me a break. Shut up. I'm probably, if you want your kid to sit at the freaking video game, go right at it. I'm probably in the middle here, Vic. I, 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 in a, in a, in a lot of ways, I'm with you. I, I think we try to bubble wrap our kids way too much now. There's these helicopter parents and they go to practice and they stay at practice the entire time. I mean, how many times was, were your mom and dad at a practice when you were a kid? Never. Zero, right? These parents are there for Every practice. I mean, it's it's over the top ridiculous. So I, I think there is a lot of that of we're bubble wrapping kids, and they, you know, if you let your kid ride the you ride their bike three blocks to the Walgreens to get some hot tamales, you know, the social services is going to show up. I'm with you on most of that. That said, 
I'm not going to let my kids play tackle football at eight years old. I'm not. That's fine. That's fine. And that's your choice. If you have fear, that's your fear and it doesn't go away. I had the exact opposite feeling, James. My kid played from the age of seven. I was never scared at seven, never scared at eight, never scared at nine, never scared at ten, eleven. It was fun. We were having a good time. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got, you know, occasionally a guy would, a kid would hurt his finger. Nobody got, but I tell you what, as soon as he turned 12, as soon as they got the junior high, as soon as the other kids started getting bigger, as soon as they started growing whiskers, as soon as those hits became real hits, damn right I got scared. You're damn right I did. Not between the ages of 7 and 12, though, after the age of 12. That's when you're scared. All right. 3629 says none of Manchester's rants come close to how frustrating as Vic is being right now. Uh, have turned. You know, listen, you, your kids play flag football, correct, Manchester? Yes. Okay, you ever had a, a play where you're diving and, and maybe they miss the ball and they land on their head? I had a kid, uh, I had two kids bang heads together and get concussions last year. Okay. And that yeah. happened in flag football without helmets. Correct. Right? Correct. Without helmets. Yep. I'm trying to remember. I coached my kids' team. I coached my kids' team from age seven on. I was an assistant. I don't recall ever a head injury on my specific team until they got to that puberty level. I played from age five. I can't remember one. Now, not to say that you don't have them and they're not diagnosed. I just can't remember one. A few of the texts coming in, and I agree wholeheartedly with you right now. Uh, 4129. There are more concussions in gymnastics and wrestling than in football, and no one bitches. You want to know? Because there's no agenda driven to ban these sports. That's why. Because at the professional level, CTE is real. I get it. It's real. But then to apply that same standard to eight-year-old football? Give me a break. Well, and, and, you know, I know you like this show as much as I do. There's a real sports on uh, girls' soccer players. And there is a major, major issue with high school girls' soccer players and the concussions they get and the depression that comes from it. And I don't know, you know, physiologically what it is, the difference between boys and girls. But for whatever reason, girls at that age are more susceptible to them. And you don't hear a lot about banning girls' soccer. Why? Why? I mean, it's the same issue, right? It's We're trying to protect kids from concussions, which I get, but why is it football? Why is it yeah. just football that's why, in the exactly. crosshairs? Why one particular sport? And Will I, and Fort Collins has a great take here. wonder what percentage of players are genetically predisposed to brain issues. You know, we haven't even thought, talked about that. You know how some players, some guys are predisposed for ACL injuries? You see it all the time. More girls have ACL injuries than guys. That's yeah. a fact. You know, we, we, we haven't gone into that. We just we just look at the sport and say, oh, eight year olds shouldn't play play football because they're gonna they're gonna ruin themselves. They're gonna have behavioral issues. You know, my kids got issues for many other reasons, none of which apply to football. Trust me. Do I have problems after playing football in my life? Yeah, not because of football. I got major problems. Talk to my therapist. <laughs> none of which have anything to do with football. So shut up. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Attention homeowners! Hey, you need to sell that house of yours. If you have a house that's worth $500,000 or more, you need an agent that specializes in high-end homes. And let's be honest, every home in Denver these days is pretty much a high-end home. Have you seen the real estate market? Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call, and he will make you this offer. Sell your home at a price you agree with, or he'll write you a check for 5 k 
Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes proven to get his clients the most money. Recently, he sold a house that got his client 10K more than he thought he was going to get. So give him a call today, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. That's 720-900-4433. Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433. Is talking Rockies. I'm so convinced they're going to make it. I don't feel any heat, any pressure, any angst. Broncos. Don't tell me they have not exceeded expectations. This healthy version of CJ Anderson, this is a thing of beauty. He's in midseason form, and if he can stay healthy this year, wow. And it's about that time of year. Double shot start! Yeah, this is getting good. Home of the Avalanche. Again. That was good for Nikola Jokic. And more in-depth Rockies and Broncos talk. And burst all sports stations at the 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Changes in the air, Colorado. Hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 3500. Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V. Only the start of the you-make-it-your-own Ram choices, colors, equipment. Pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85. JohnsonAutoPlaza.com. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000, or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. 
Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Northbound I-25 running slow, Ridgegate Parkway through to Yale and between 84th and 104th. Traffic is brought to you by your local Ford store. You have stop-and-go traffic southbound I-25, 58th down to 6th Avenue. Watch for a crash eastbound Hamden, just uh, right around that Logan Street area. It's Ford Truck Month, the best time to get a new Ford truck like F-150 or the all-new Super Duty. Now during Truck Month, get amazing offers on the trucks built better, built stronger, built Ford Tough. And only at your local Ford stores. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I think the worst injury I ever suffered as a child. I went to my buddy Rich Apple's house once. Big hill up uh, Tennyson Boulevard. And I'm driving back home, and I'm late, and, you know, Mama's got dinner. And if I'm not there on time, Mama's going to slap me. So I'm trying to get home on time. And my book bag gets caught in my front fork of my bike, and I flipped over. Yes, I had a helmet on. For some reason, I wore my football helmet on the way home. And I fell down and fell off my bike, and I felt weird. And that's the only concussion I can ever remember if it, indeed it was a concussion. I just remember feeling weird for the rest of the day. Falling off my bike while wearing a football helmet. Not playing football. Falling off my bike. So, if you take this same study by Dr. Stern and apply it to bike riding as an 11-year-old, you will have the same conclusion, in my opinion. We uh That would have been a good power five transition, as weirdest injury you had as a kid. That was it for me. That's a pretty good one. I got a concussion uh, during pregame warm-ups in the Little League game. How? Oof. I was taking infield at second base, and uh, Jerry Stinka, playing, I think that was his name. Thanks, Jerry. Was, uh, was playing right field, and he decided, you know what, we're going to throw the ball into the infield, and <laughs> nobody was looking. Hit me right in the back of the head. Oh, yeah. Oof. Uh, you know what? Baseball is is sneaky in terms of head injuries. It's sneaky. You're playing shortstop or second base, and that ball takes an extra bounce, and you don't anticipate it. Boom. I was always afraid of the ball for that reason. Always. Wait a minute. I, your, I, your buddy's thought, name was Rich Apple? Yeah. That's a great name. That's, that's awesome. That is such a made-up name. I'm not saying you made it up, but it sounds made up. Oh, that's my buddy. Rich Apple. I remember in baseball, I, I would I would argue, I would argue right now because of aluminum bats, I would argue that youth baseball is more dangerous than youth football. That's my piping hot take again. I can, I can buy into that. You know what's dangerous too though is car crashes. I mean we, we can go on and on with what's dangerous. Of course right? we can. That's why, that's why I'm making a mockery of these studies. Of course. But, but how far they do you want to go with that, right? Like we, we can all be the guys who, did you ever wear a seatbelt or have a car seat when you were a no. kid? No. Yes. Studies yes. show that seatbelts save lives. Okay. I agree. Did, I agree. I rode around in the back of pickup trucks driving down so I-25. I. In I mean, the back of my coach's El Camino. <laughs> I mean, but would you, would you, would you ever do, today? No. do that now? No. And no. if you saw it on I-25, you'd probably call 911. You would. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and this is like one generation ago, and you're like, oh, my God, that's absurd. I agree. So but some of these changes are good. Yes, and some of them are obscenely stupid. Uh, here we go. I, here's, a, here's a text that just came in. 
Hey, may, hey, Vic, maybe if you didn't play football at such a young age, you'd have a better memory today. Really? First of all, my memory, well, it's not always perfect, but it's fine. It's good enough. You remembered Rich Apple's name. I, exactly. My memory's good enough, all right? It's good enough to sit here and spew ridiculous things to you in the morning. That's number one. <laughs> number two, I never got below an A in my life after eighth grade. So if youth football played such a bad role in my life, wow, that memory took a wait hit. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Third of all. Wait, 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 wait. Before, I, don't, I hate to interrupt you. After eighth grade, you never got below an A? Ever. Third of all. Third of all, wow. let me tell you what youth football did for me, brother. When wow. I was five years old and I was new to this country and I tried to assimilate to a new language and I met friends and I learned about team activity and I learned about what it takes. Football meant more to me. It did more for my life as a kid growing up in a new country than anything, than school, anything. Football was that important to me. The team bonding. The struggle on the field, being smaller than everyone, learning how to adapt. And don't tell me what football did or did not do to my life. Well, but don't you think it's fair that if if you can come up with, hey, here's the research, here's the risks. Now parents can make an educated choice. Exactly. That's all. That's all. just just. But don't these scare tactics? Oh, it, but it's 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 a group of people trying to erase a sport. Okay, That's what it is? I'm with you, but these scare tactics. It, it, it's across the media. It's what made me mad during the rain delay at the Bronco game. Right? It was severe thunder, severe lightning. I'm like severe, really? Like it's like barely getting the field wet. I, I mean, every time there's a storm, we're sending the Weather Channel guys down there to chase it like it's the Armageddon is coming. It's all scare tactics. Everything is scare tactics. Broccoli's going to kill you. Hurricane this is going to kill you. Tropical storm this is I mean, it, everything is just absolute panic. How many snowmageddons have we had in this town in the last three years? I don't remember any of them burying me in my house. None. It's here, all here, scare tactics. I guess here's what I'm getting at. I think it's bad. I don't want to look down. On a family, a parent who decides to let his eight-year-old play football and say, well, they're putting their foot, their kid at risk. We should call child services. That's what I don't, that's not my right. That's, you know, if that, if that family decides football's right for their kid, that's on them. That you let them be. I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. And I, and I have the real world example of this of, you know, my eight-year-old, the guy I, I coach that team with, both our sons are on the flag football team. His son's playing tackle football this year. In the fall, my son is not. I chose not to. I don't judge that he did. We just made different decisions. Exactly. That's okay. Exactly. I, I may be wrong. I may be the one that's, you know, being overly soft. I don't know, but I'm a, I'm hoping he's not judging the way I'm par- parenting because I'm certainly not judging his decision. Doesn't make either one of us right or wrong. All I'm saying is you could take this study and apply it to everything, including baseball. And I'm glad we ba- we're back to baseball. Let me, let's move on a little bit here. The Rockies last night. And how they finished that game. I stayed up to watch it. For some reason, youth football did not prevent me from staying awake By to the watch way, that game. I, I got to get this out there. I just got a text from my father. Yeah, He, he said, uh, you never were in the back of a pickup truck on I-25. Yeah, he's, just, <laughs> he's a little upset about this accusation on the air. So hey, clearing things up. I can vouch, because uh, you might be too young to remember this, HW. In the 80s, in this town... There are a lot of kids on the way to games in the back of pickup trucks. I, uh, I, trust I, so me on that one. I, I did, it did happen. It just was not on his watch. It was some of the, uh, parents he let us hang around with. So anyhow, back to your, back to your baseball story. Last night, Giants, Rockies, Gerardo Parra doubles down the line in the eighth inning to tie the game up, drives home cargo, 
He's pumping his fist. He's into it. It's as if he just won the game on a walk-off. It was just a game-tying hit. And then after that, everything went blah. I guess my takeaway from that game last night, give me nine Gerardo Paras. I just love his attitude. I love everything about it. I don't know if the Rockies are mentally tough enough to close these games out at this point. They're not. It's starting to scare me. I'm scared at the end of games. And that's one thing you cannot be. You can't no be scared. They're, they're not, Vic. They're, they're mentally fragile. That's why if they go through the lineup once, if they go through, if they're through three innings and don't have a hit, you can turn off AT&T Sportsnet. They're going to lose four to nothing and get two hits for the day. It's just, it's, they're, they're mentally fragile as a, as a group when it comes to hitting and they now have turned into that in the bullpen. It's a, Chris Russin could pitch the sixth inning, seventh inning, eighth inning and he's nails. He goes out there in the ninth inning. He couldn't get an out. He couldn't get it. I mean, it was a joke. Couldn't, uh, couldn't throw a strike at one point. Someone called this team mentally fragile in May. You, you nailed it. When I called him boomer bust and you I got killed it. for it at the time. Yeah. And, you know, it's September 20th and we're unfortunately seeing that they appear to be that way. Especially the way they lost Sunday and the way they lost last night. Those are two games they should have won. They should still be three games up. I'm blaming the Pirates and I'm mad at the Pirates and ultimately you two are right. It doesn't, They'd be three up if they just take care of their own business. They'd be three up with 11 to play. If they were three up with 11 to play, you go six and five, Milwaukee has to go 10 and one to pass you. Right. It's over. You're at least getting a, a, a play-in game at that point. It, the, the problem is this, and this is where I know you have your four-point plan, James. There's still a plus three, by plan. the way. Yeah, no one expected the Brewers to go off like they're going off. Nobody saw yeah, that. That could, is the one element. Down. I get it. They can, but they can't. They can, but they, that's the beauty of it. They scored studies, one run last studies, night. Uh, don't be that guy. Studies show the Brewers will lose eventually. I don't, don't, I don't care about your studies. Well, look at their winning percentage for the year. At some point, I mean, that's what they are, right? So if they if they play that winning percentage the rest of the year, they're not going to pass the Rockies. They're not. Yeah, but the, the if thing doesn't work late season baseball. Crazy things happen. Crazy things always happen. I know, but they the scored. Cleveland Indians won 22 in a row. Studies show they can't do that. They, they did. They scored one run last night. Milwaukee did one. Now it's unfortunate that that for the Rockies that they were able to win with one run, but it's not as though oh my god, this is just the hottest team in baseball. They scored one run. I get, it. but you know what? Let's get away from the analytics for a second. Step away from the math. What does your gut tell you? Does your gut tell you that the that the Rockies will make the postseason? Yay or nay? No. Um, right now my gut tells me nay. And that is going to be as big of a letdown as I can remember in this town in sports because they have led, at least been in the playoff, you know, position wire to wire. Since what? April 5th, the first day? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that will be a kick in the you know what. 5243, this text coming in. Get your kids into bowling. The worst injuries of blister <laughs> plus they can win scholarships. Uh, and they can take classes at Missouri as HW yeah, did. Yeah, can you, you can't major in bowling, can you? No, but I now know what the seven ten split is, the yes, gutter. You do. Yes, do you know. What, do. do you know what a Brooklyn ball is? I'm sure I learned it. I don't know yeah. it now. All right, we got to take a break. Top of the hour, eight o'clock. When we come back, it's our Broncos outsider, Kyle Keefe. Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche continue their preseason with a showdown against the Stars. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Join Mark Mosier on the call exclusively on your home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. Altitude 950. KKSE, Parker, Denver. Every day you get better. You push yourself. You go hard, hard, hard.
This is the home of your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. I love it. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I just always felt like an outsider. That's who we are. Do I know you, friend? No, not really. That's how we roll. I'm just a country boy. The outsider. Who are you, then? Well, in the ointment, the monkey in the wrench. The outsider. Now you're the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. Just my life. I will be Again, a lot of radio shows, including our very own, have a Broncos insider, someone who can give us some insight as to what's happening behind the scenes. We, on the other hand, have the only Broncos outsider, someone who knows nothing, absolutely nothing about the team, the sport, and life in general. He Ladies does, and gentlemen, Kyle Keefe. He does have the best intro on the station. Though. Yes, he does. I could listen to that for the whole yeah. segment. Kyle, how do you like that intro? I love the intro, but you know, I, if, it, if whoever did, I think it was Jesse or maybe it was Springer or somebody, but if you could put on there, I'll be a Huckleberry. <laughs> well, you, I tell you what, in? after the show, well, after the show, you you make sure you cut and you open. We'll make it happen. Well, yeah, I mean, I should be able to give my own request to Springer for what I want in my intro because it I don't disagree. Almost... Okay, thank you. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the first hour at all. I know you were working late night with the Avs, and we'll get into that momentarily. But I, uh, I had a little bit of a rant that went off on this, uh, this study that says youth football is ultimately too dangerous to participate in and it should be shut I, down. Uh, I, did saw, you play you? I saw did, your, I saw your tweets. I saw okay. you arguing. I saw you last night say you called somebody dumb, but I don't know yes. which side you stand on it. Okay. Yeah. I think it's dumb that this study is applied to youth football. I think you can apply the same study to any youth sport and there could be, uh, there could be ill effects, right? Uh, if you, if you applied it to youth hockey, you could you could get enough data to say, oh, it's too dangerous. If you applied it to youth lacrosse, to, to youth motorcycle racing, every sport has problems. And that's the point of this study, that these kids are going to have problems. Did you play youth football at all, Kyle? Yeah, I, yeah, I did. But, I mean, <clears throat> Vic, you could say that about youth handball. That's what I'm saying. It, it causes carpal tunnel syndrome. I mean, look. It's 2017, so every, every, have you ever watched TV where it says, take this medicine if you have diarrhea? Side effects may include massive diarrhea, headache, <laughs> death. You know, it's, yeah. there's something wrong with everything. So I just think we're ultra sensitive on, now, I'm gonna, a lot of people are gonna be angry with me and say, well, what about the, you know, the head injuries and this and that. Look, it's gonna happen, but to say that a eight-year-old can't play football, I think is ridiculous. You take precautions to, to make your helmets better, but it doesn't – I just think we're just turning into a bunch of wussies. Yes. In a roundabout way, you're saying exactly what I feel. We are running from everything. These are the same people. Do they want our kids just playing video games? Is that is that the solution here? Instead of playing active sports, play it with your video game. That'll solve it. Yeah, that, there you go. Eliminate recess in PE, and let's play chess and video games. Yeah, I mean, we could all get into the conversation about walking uphill both ways to school and all that stuff, but it's the truth. It's the we give we give our daughter thirty minutes on the iPad a day. That's it. And then what, she's like, "Well, what am I going to do?" And I just push her to the front door and I said, "I don't know. Go out there, dig, find some worms, build a fence. I don't care. 
take the bricks off our house and drive around them on your bike. I don't. It's you got to stay active. They play Minecraft. You know what Minecraft is? Oh, dude, don't even get me started. Yeah. But you just you just build something. I don't even know what you're building, but it's on a video game. On, you're not actually building. You're building on a video game. But there's no. What's the goal? It's not like you're building a castle and then you fight somebody. You just build for nothing. You're just you're sitting in front of a TV. Um, I just got a text. U.S. soccer banning heading the ball for yeah. kids under yeah. 10. Correct. Uh, they, they banned it in 2015. Hey, so when's cannot... the last time? Vic, you play in the Rapids thing. Have you ever have you ever taken a header? with Those balls are like... Oh, it hurts like a mother. Yes. I mean, I, here's what you... If you want to avoid that, make the ball squishier. You don't have to play it with a, with a baseball. I mean, play with a Nerf ball. Yes. I mean, it's, well, maybe not a Nerf ball. That would really be stupid. But just take some air out of those things. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't you provide us some insight, which is really none, because that's why you're the Broncos outsider. Uh, after watching the Cowboys-Broncos game, what kind of um, outsight, we're going to call it outsight, might you have from that game? Well, I'm embarrassed to say that I was wrong about Trevor. Thank you. See, James, see how, James, did you hear him just say that? James, did you hear that? See how easy that is? He's weak. He came. No, it's, no, I'm not weak. Uh, look, James, I'm, I'm, I was part of the boat, but I gotta admit, man, I was, as the game progressed, I was like, I know it's dink and dunk and, but man, it works and he was effective and, you know. He was. He was. He, he, Here's the other thing that I'll say. The Broncos are good, but the Cowboys may not be as good as we think they are. Uh, is, is Ezekiel Elliott just looked like a big old fat thing out there that just quit. Um, it, it, they just didn't look that impressive to me. The Broncos' defense was good. Now, I, I did miss some plays because I had to run out to the garage to grab some Bud Lights, but the parts that I did see – were impressive. I think that the, the the offense was did exactly what they had to do, and C.J. Anderson and, and Trevor Simeon ruled the roost. Well, Vance Joseph was asked, you know, how how are they getting so much success on third downs, which is the key down, and he says it's all Trevor Simeon. Uh, Phil Sims, the former number one analyst, now works studio for CBS. He came out and said, "Hey, Bronco fans, get your you know what together. This kid's a player. He's a serious quarterback in this league." He's all aboard the Trevor Simeon train. In fact, HW, mark that down. Let's get hold of Sims and get him on our show, if you don't mind. Will do. Uh, through, through 16 starts as a Bronco. Okay, this stat is just out. 16 career games. Most touchdown passes ever by a Bronco quarterback. Not necessarily a rookie quarterback, just a Bronco quarterback. Peyton Manning, number one, 37. Frank Trapuca, number two, 27. Trevor Simeon, number three, 24. Third most touchdown passes in his first 16 starts as a Broncos quarterback. I mean, the, the listen. Old, Vic, the only thing I'll say about that is what happens, and I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate, but what happens this weekend if they go to Buffalo and they score 13 points and they yeah. lose 
I mean, are, are we off the train now? No, I, I'll say the same thing that happens to every quarterback when they lose. They had a bad game. So There's nothing wrong with having a bad game. Any quarterback who doesn't have a great game. I could say the same thing about Eli Manning his first two games with the Giants. They're 0-2. They can't score. They can't move. He's had bad games. The team has had bad games. What's wrong with saying somebody's had a bad game? So four-year, $50 million contract. Do you sign it if you're the Broncos for Trevor Simeon? No, I'm waiting to see. So then how am no. I wrong? Because you're wrong because you, you you criticize to the point where you you took a look at four passes in that Dallas game, including the one to Benny Fowler, and you tried to tell me that was a bad pass. That's insane. No, I actually look at the you game played too and much say, youth hey, football. not everything was perfect. I gave him an A- and found the things he didn't do perfectly in the game, and you and most of Twitter found it outrageous. Kyle, would you give him a four-year, $50 million contract? Not in a not in a zillion year. Okay, no. so what so what are we talking about here? I well, mean, it, we're, we're, let me let me say this, James. We we were all in high school at one point where you had a girlfriend or a boyfriend that you thought was pretty good looking, but you weren't exactly sure. But they had a great personality, and so you would show pictures to your buddies and be like, "What do you think?" And they'd go, "Yeah, she or he looks good," and you'd kind of try and start feeling out the situation and you'd start convincing yourself yeah she's good looking and then like they'd show up without makeup on or their hair would be up or the guy would be wearing like jean shorts and then all of a sudden it just changes on you that's kind of the situation i feel like we're all still petering with trevor we really want to believe that this is the real deal but we're just not sure and you're, you're- i think you're on to something there, Kyle, you're, and, and I've been saying this to Manchester all along. His expectations, his standards are so ridiculously high, they're Peyton Manning, Elway Hall of Fame high. So when that just middle-class America girl comes in the room, you know, when you go to Gilligan's Island, everybody, which which girl on Gilligan's Island were you in love with? Which one? The, the ginger one, ginger See? The redhead. Your standards are high. I was the other way. What about Mrs. Howe? Oh, Nobody. Oh, so that. here's the deal, guys. Just to, to, use, to use Kyle's analogy, he's going to show up in jean shorts. Just remember who told you that he wears jean shorts. That's all I'm saying. Don't, right. No, but see, nobody cares about what you remember. But don't you think? Don't you know? Everybody's everybody keeps doing these comparisons to to Peyton and Elway. I put the blame on the Broncos' defense because they're so good. Yeah. That we're angry at Trevor if he screws this up. We're going to blame it on Trevor because our defense is a champion. No, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to blame anything on Trevor, Kyle. Nothing gets blamed on Trevor. He gets sacked and fumbled. It's Menelik Watson's fault. He throws a pick. It's Demarius Thomas's fault. He, you know why they're good on third down this year? It's all on the quarterback. Why did they suck on third down last year? Was that all on the quarterback? No, it's a bad offensive line. Benny Fowler dropped balls. It's never, it's never Trevor Simeon's fault. That's, that may be my biggest issue. Is the little league scoreboard that we're keep scorebook we're keeping here? Never his fault. It's all when anything goes well, way to go, Trev. Anything goes bad, God, it's everybody else's fault. That damn Rick Dennison, he just didn't know how to call plays. It's always something else. Hey, I, who's who, who's the cat you guys had on yesterday? Was it yesterday? Who well, was we've it? had several guests on the show. I mean, so he that's, was in that's, the studio. Jeff Legwald. Yeah, that was that was that was awesome. I mean. James, you and that was coming after the day when the guy called to threaten you that he was going to give twenty percent of his salary to your charity. And then yesterday was awesome radio because he wanted so bad that I could just imagine him in the studio wanting to 
choke your brains out. But I got to hand it to you. You stood tall. Look, I agree with everything that you say, James. I just, I'm, I'm starting to lean towards how Vic feels because he has done nothing. He's done Logical. nothing. Yeah, he's just he's Rational. Done nothing to make me feel the other way. He's proven me wrong so far. All right. A big glass of Kool-Aid on a Wednesday morning. See, obviously, James played too much youth football. That's, <laughs> that explains his mentality. Uh, last question, uh, Broncos outsider, before we let you go. You were at the Avs game last night. And, and I know, listen, last year the Avs were undefeated in the preseason, and you saw what happened. So I'm not going to glean anything from preseason hockey. What did you notice? What can you tell us? Well, the, the first eight minutes were not good. I mean, we gave up uh, two five-on-threes, three power plays three goals in the first eight minutes, and then then it's just, you know, then you're just sunk in your chair, and it's sort of like, uh, you know. Now it's preseason. you got all kinds of kids in there. But the one, the, the two positives that I took from last night were third period, they were outstanding. They outshot uh, Vegas 18-4, to so they didn't quit. That was good. And probably the most impressive thing from last night, and keep your eye on this kid. I really think he's got a chance to make the team. In fact, you should have him on your radio show, is Alexander Kerfoot, the, the kid out of Harvard. He's he's funny. He's enlightening. He's wicked smart. He's all that sort of stuff. But he was playing, I mean, he was playing key minutes on the power play. He was on a line with Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantman. And you don't just do that and give opportunities to kids like that that you don't See something in. They talked with Sackick last night on our broadcast, and he said, we want to get younger, and we want to get smarter. Hmm. So having him and trusting a guy of obvious intellect like that, you can't just be dumb and go to Harvard, although I did get my, my yeah. rowing degree from Yale, yeah. is you you got to be able to play with the big boys. And last night, he looked like he belonged. He's number 13, right? I watched a little bit of the game. Yeah. Yeah, that was good stuff. All right, so Kyle, we got to go. And you just said we want to get younger, want to get smarter. Two things you do not bring to the table on this show, but we appreciate you anyway. Thank you very much. No, Keith. I, I wanted to tell you a little bit about our Broncos outsider. That I have. We got to go to so break. You got the born, Vic Lombardi show. I was born in Portland, Oregon, actually, and then I moved to Wyoming where I learned. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Moser Show. Here comes Jeff Houston. It's just that I still feel confident in this team coming down the stretch in the final 12 games. I'm with you. Milwaukee still has two games in the next two days at Pittsburgh, and then they come home for four against the Cubs, who they're still fighting for for the division. So that'll be interesting. But I would I would much rather be two games up with 12 to play than chasing uh, two games down with 12 to play. And, that, and that's kind of the way I look at it right now. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino is celebrating our ninth anniversary, and we're celebrating Buffalo Thunder style. We're giving away two beautiful Cadillac XT5s and win your share of $250,000. Join us for a fireworks spectacular on September 23rd. Win a Cadillac XT5 and your share of $250,000 and fireworks. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at BuffaloThunderResort.com. 
at Buffalo Thunder. See Lightning Rewards Club for details. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA-approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Buying or selling a house doesn't need to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling. Lucas Akers and his team of agents all over the Denver area can help save you money. Why pay a 6% commission? With Metro 21 Real Estate, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-4663. Find out how they can help you or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Call 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-4663. Tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. NMLS 1581504. Rockies fans, there's only one week left of regular season baseball, so get down to Coors Field and be a part of the playoff push. The Rockies take on the Marlins September 25th through 27th, followed by the Dodgers September 29th through October 1st. Get tickets at Rockies.com today. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. I-225, you're seeing a delay with a left and center lane accident southbound at Parker Road. This is back to traffic to at least Mississippi. Traffic is brought to you by your local Ford store. And then even after that, you still stay slow between Parker Road and I-25. Looks like you're slow behind a crash eastbound Hamden approaching Logan. All-wheel drive isn't all you get. With a new Ford SUV, you'll find all the safety and tech you need and the quality you deserve. Now get great deals on America's best-selling SUVs only at your local Ford stores. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Got the Vic Lombardi Show, 820 Wednesday morning. 
is the day we tape our Let's Talk Football show at the Altitude Television Studios. Our guest this week is C.J. Anderson. Is that you and Ryan Harris? Yes, Ryan will be there. C.J. will be there. Peter Schaefer will be there. Peter's going to join us on this year's radio show at 930. And by the way, if you're expecting Steve Cook, coach of the Rapids, he will join us at 9 this morning. So we'll recap what happened last week against uh, the New York City Football Club and look ahead to Vancouver as well. Are you in, because Ryan Harris is definitely all pom-pom. Do you guys have any like pom-pom segment scheduled for today? Regarding Notre Dame or? No, or, let's or, talk football to talk a little. Simeon, do you got the orange pom-poms or what Well, we if we had them, we would use them okay. because right now, uh, I'm looking at the internet and everyone out there with a pulse seems to agree with us that he is playing beyond expectations. In fact, you know these quarterback ranking systems, these power ratings that they come out with quarterbacks? Trevor Simeon has moved into the top ten of power-ranked quarterbacks mm-hmm. across the board. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone has Trevor Simeon in the top ten. If you want me to list them, I will. I've um, I've written a lot of those kind of columns. Yeah. Uh, let me just put it to you this way. They're fluid. Of course they are. It'll be like the power rankings for teams are fluid. It'll be different come week 14. That's fine. That's right. I'm talking, I talk about the here and now. Uh You want to talk about last year, next year? I talk about the here. I live in the here and now. Mr. Right now, seven touchdowns he's accounted for. That's pretty darn good. Well, he does. Mr. September. He leads the NFL in touchdowns, Vic. He's not bad. First in touchdown passes. The here and now, that's, that's pretty good, isn't it? Last I checked, that was pretty good. Uh, from the text line, Paul says, what on earth was that analogy from Kyle supposed to mean? What analogy did he give us regarding beer? He's like when you're in middle school and you've got a semi-good-looking girlfriend oh, yeah. and your I, friends I tell it. you she's That's hot, but she's not that hot. I and... consider I don't consider myself an expert on many things, quarterbacks and analogies. Okay. And that was one of the worst analogies I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was so hard to follow. Yeah. <laughs> there was jean shorts and a girl, and you're, she's fun. I had no idea where he was going. Well, you know, I brought this on, and this came out of left field, and I think it's it's apropos. It's perfect, actually. Going back to Gilligan's Island, and this is a topic that HW's going to shake his head and go, what the hell are you guys talking about? But I can't help myself. On Gilligan's Island, there were two hotties, okay, Ginger and Marianne. Ginger's the Hall of Famer. She's the obvious Hall of Famer. She's Peyton Manning. She's John Elway. Marianne's under the radar. It's what you prefer. She's the blue-collar, hard-working girl, Marianne. Here on the text line, 4331. Dudes, Marianne could eat crackers in my bed every night and all day on Sundays. I'm a Marianne kind of guy. Me too. So I would go Marianne. But using this analogy, are you're saying you would prefer Trevor Simeon to Peyton Manning. No, I understand the differences between the two. And they're vast differences. And I will never hold one and compare one to the other. Because it's not comparable. And you're trying to do that on a daily basis. That's, That's the issue. I, I, I don't, I mean, you know, fortunately we have three hours a day, five days a week where I can continually try to have you understand that that's not what I'm doing at all. It's not. It's not. I, I just, I know because I've watched it for 20 years in person, I know what kind of quarterback makes you a legit contender. And I can look at a guy and go, that ain't it. I can, I, I, I also watched uh, Danny Cannell and Kyle Orton. And Brian Greasy and a whole whole host of guys who you know what they're pretty good. They made so the you saw to ten wins, and he and Trevor Simeon is in that category. And to yeah. me, that is a road to nowhere. It's a rut you don't want to be in. I'm not I'm not mad at the kid because he's not Peyton Manning. I'm just telling you he ain't gonna get there, and they ain't gonna be a contender without a guy like that. Okay, so it's fair. a waste of time. 
That's fair. You, 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 that, that sounded actually somewhat fair. I think flawed, but fair. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll settle for that. How's that? That's a great argument on your part. Let's get to our power five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the power five. Vic, are you familiar with hashtag Bills Mafia? Um, I, I understand it's a group of Bills fans that go a little crazy. Overboard. That are out of control. Those are the ones who, during those videos, they they try to flatten tables by coming off the top rope. They think they're pro wrestlers, yes. Yes. How many people in Buffalo do you think wake up on a Monday morning and like, why does my side hurt so? Like, because they have no (laughs) idea how they got injured. You Uh, know, they played a little too much youth football. (laughs) I know it's not your favorite website, Vic, but if you just Google Deadspin and Bills fans, you will find... I would venture 50-plus stories on antics in the parking lot that include relations in the parking lot, just, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, uh, bodily seen... fluids. Um, oh, that's, yeah, that's funny. Body slamming through tables. I mean, yes. they are legitimately out of control. Okay. So do you want to know what our Power 5 question yes, of the I day was is? Yes, I was about to steal it, but I won't. Go ahead. All right, so our Power 5 question of the day on the Reem Pro Partners text line 30933 is the most absurd, out-of-control fan base in all of sports in honor of Bill's Mafia. Oh, I thought it was going to be the most absurd, out-of-control thing you've seen at a sporting event. You know what? We could do that, too. Those may be a little longer text because it's a full story, but either one works. Either tell us the fan base that's out of control or the specific incident you thought, 30933. We do have a prize today. We've got a pack of four rugby tickets to the Elite Men's uh, versus the Mystic River this Saturday, September 23rd at 3 p.m. at Infinity Park. It's right next to us. Rugby, drink beer, hang out in the sun, a lot of fun. Four pack of tickets to go watch rugby this weekend, 30933. Because I got one of those, the one I just told you. I, I I saw the most repulsive thing I can remember at a sporting event. And, again, when you combine libations with sports and a bunch of dudes running around, you're going to get these things. But I've seen I've seen some <laughs> some amateur activity before, but not like at a sporting event. They go next level at sporting events. And I'm sure you can agree. Oh, no doubt. Did you see what the Bills fans threw on the field last year against the Patriots? Yes. That they said was Tom's? Something you buy at Fascinations. Yeah. Correct. I mean, these people are lunatics. They're animals. So 30933, uh, who do you think is the most absurd fan base in sports? I'll give you a couple. Um, Absurd fan bases is one thing, but absurd actions is another. In the heyday, the University of Miami football fan base, lunatic fringe, I remember walking in to the Orange Bowl Stadium in the height of the Catholics versus convicts rivalry, and the team's walking in. I'm coming off the team bus because I was doing radio back then for the student radio station or whatever. Where, and I've shared the story with you guys. We're walking in. All of a sudden, there's liquid coming from above. Like, what is this? The priest is right in front of me. Some kid at the top of the Orange Bowl is peeing on the team as they're walking into the Orange Bowl. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so, so Miami fans back in the day. I, I think it's yeah, I think it's going to be difficult to beat Raider fans. Raider fan, and I can tell the story after the break. Raider fans are a rough crowd. Uh, I think for most <laughs> hypocritical and obnoxious, it would be the University of Nebraska football fans 
That's a that's an interesting bunch. I got a few I wish stories we could on that. Read all of these texts, I really do. I wish we I wish we could read them. Well, some the, of you texters are so good. Make you're it, so funny. Make it like you're taking a movie and putting it on TNT. You edit it a little bit. It's hard. It takes away the effects. You're well, talking about HW you're talking about one two zero three. Yes, I can't yeah. edit stuff like that. You know, you know me. I just I read whatever's on the the damn chart. I, no. I can't edit. You're I'm not fine. wrong, brother. We can't read that on the radio. Yeah, though. Sorry. That's that's so good. So good. All right, you got the Vic Lombardi show. Power five. The uh what what is the term you used? The most absurd out of control fan base. Seriously. Go during this break, folks. Look at Bill's Mafia on Deadspin. You what? will be repulsed. What's the prize again? Oh, uh, we got a four pack of rugby tickets this Saturday over at uh, well, also, no, Infinity youth, Park. Youth rugby can be very dangerous. I don't know. It could cause problems. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Tuesday on Altitude 950, it's Denver cornerback Akeem Talik. Outspoken, no holds barred, speaking his mind. Tuesday at 815 on the Vic Lombardi Show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group, Metro21Homes.com, by Icon Suit, professionally tailored suits in Cherry Creek, and by Honda Power Equipment, power you can trust. The Akeem Talib Show, every Tuesday all season only on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Ranch and Home in Broomfield and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksgoods.com. Get your car looking good with Superior Auto Image, commonly referred to as being a one-stop shop for car cosmetics, striving to provide as many services as they can to their customers. From window tinting to clear bras, final wrapping, headlight restorations, detailing, painless dent repair, glass repair, and plasti dip. Superior Auto Image, BBB accredited, reliable, with a certified staff. To book your appointment, go online to superiorautoimage.com. First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock legal game plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body. All within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant. And soon, your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop, Cherry Creek, IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you.
We have an exciting season of fall rugby in the stadium at Infinity Park this year. Saturday at 3, the Elite Men, Glendale Merlins versus Mystic River. Then at 5, the Elite Women, Glendale Merlins versus Lindenwood University. Tickets and info at GlendaleMerlins.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. You have a slow drive on southbound 225, unfortunately, this morning. A little bit more than normal. There's a crash clearing off the right lane at Parker Road with backups to around Mississippi. Traffic is brought to you by American Financing. Southbound 225 stays slow all the way down to the I-25 interchange. Refinance and consolidate your debt into one low payment. Save $500 to $1,000 a month. AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. The Ream Pro Partners text line is now open. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Is your furnace ready for winter? Go to ReamProPartners.com today. I'm here to taste of the sweet life. I'm here to conversation. So, uh, HW, on this year rundown, which you give us every single day, the rundown for the program, you have Party with Marty at 845. Is that happening yet, or are you just getting into the practice of putting it in the rundown? No, we're going to party with Marty at 845, man. Now, I mean, it's live. It's happening today. Yeah, but we're it's going to dive into it. It's kind of like when a restaurant has a soft opening. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, we're going to work out the kinks. We're going to, we don't have like a fancy, you know, Kyle Keefe type open or anything yet. I mean, that Kyle open is the best of all time. That thing, I mean, somebody spent hours putting that together. That's awesome. So we're just kind of, kind of, you know, dress rehearsal it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Get all soft. If you want to go soft on us, we'll go Easy, soft. Easing into the pool. Uh, our Power 5 question of the day in honor of the Bills Mafia, and I love that hashtag, Bills Mafia, the craziest fan base in sports and any activity that warrants them being crazy, what it might be. I, I still contend that the old Miami Hurricane football fans back when Miami was dominant, those fans were crazy. I saw it firsthand. Uh, your suggestions, please, on the text line, 30933. You want to read a few? Yeah, we got a few coming in. 7555 says, Wisconsin Badger football, Wisconsin subsidizes beer drinking. What do you mean they subsidize it? I don't know. That's what I the texter said. Did you hear that Wisconsin, because Wisconsin was at BYU this week, and some bar in Provo had their all-time record for sales. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. What, did they make you provide five forms of ID to order a drink? I don't know. I just I saw the headline. It was the headline reader. I didn't read the whole story. Don't get me going on Utah and their drinking loss. I thought that was humorous. Uh, Hands down, it's any soccer team overseas. Have you heard their chance? The whole stadium chance for a player to suck blink. Yeah, it does get crazy at those soccer games. At, at every level, too. Not just the big-time levels. Not the, the high-paid pros. If you go to small cities in Europe... And I've been to many. When I was in Italy, you go to small cities, and they play their arch rivals from across town. The entire game turns into a chant. It's one section of fans, most of them male fans, just chanting and singing and drinking. Chanting, singing, drinking. Not necessarily in that order. Uh, Let's see here. Ryan says, all Boston fans, he used a creative term. Uh, 9837, don't know if this counts that Bama guy that killed the tree. Auburn worshipped yeah. that tree, and the dude killed it. Yeah, Harvey nice. Updike, do I have that right? Wow, if you got that right, that's impressive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Harvey. And then he called Paul Feinbaum's show, and he said, Paul, I was the one who killed the trees. And he said, ah, oh, you're messing with me. And he said, no. And Paul's like, that's a felony, dude. Like, you're going to get reported. And he got reported because he went on the radio and confessed to the crime. Uh, that, that, that story caught a lot of play. Now, explain, why is it a felony to take down a tree? So, like, if I take down my tree, it's a felony? 
No, was because that a special he, he, tree? he poisoned the trees, and they were a couple hundred years old. And it was in, like, the town square. It wasn't in his yard. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little different. And yeah. they were the ones that Auburn, don't they TPM after every big win? So, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so that former Nuggets player who shot at a deer in his backyard, that's not okay. You can't, I, like, if a deer ventures into my backyard, I can't... No. Okay. No, I, I've I've tried to find that out about like bunnies and stuff in my yeah. yard, and apparently a firearm you can't discharge it what, in this city. What about a BB gun? Mm, Bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Is it would that work? I, I, I'm just curious. I want to know the rules. I want to abide by all the rules. I would just say don't shoot anything. Okay, that's a good. What's rule. your Raiders story? You said it was going to be tough oh. to beat the Raiders for this power. Well, five. so the only time I've been fearful for my safety as an adult was going to a Raider game. So this is back when I was working for the Broncos, and we took a, a sponsor trip there where you take wait, wait. all the big wigs. How about what? when you walked into Coors Field and those two guys were stalking you from behind saying, hey, look at this guy <laughs> look at this fancy guy. black shorts. No no fear at all at that no, point, okay. Vic. Um, and so we're on like a bus, you know, like a charter bus, and packed with all the people, and we're trying to get to the game. And all of a sudden we're sitting in traffic going through the parking lot, and Raider fans realized that we were Bronco fans. And all of a sudden, the bus is surrounded with people, and they're banging on the windows. They're trying to bust through the door. They're like, oh, come on. I kid you not. I kid you not. And, like, you know, the bus feels like it's rocking a little bit, and it was a little bit of, like, what is going to happen if these hooligans get on the bus? It was momentarily pretty pretty, pretty fearful. It was uh, it was. See, it was I've had a completely different experience with Raider fans in the black hole. I mean, and I tell people this, and they don't believe me. I've been there so many times, right, over the years, and I've done all the tailgate stories you can handle. I've I've gone out there in my horse head, my Bronco costume. I've done it all. I've tried to get under their skin. I've tried to get in fights, and nobody bites. I, I think Raider fans, it's just a costume party, and most of them are lawyers and accountants who come from everywhere to watch the games. And I've had more fun, more interaction. It's been – they love it. They, they're they there just to have fun, and if you have fun alongside them, there's no fear there's no fear in Oakland. Well, later in the game, so we're sitting up in a suite, and I'm the obnoxious guy sitting in the front row of the suite, Just and the Broncos just rolled the Raiders that day. So I'm just heckling Raiders fans. And, you know, it's all these corporate muckety-mucks, and they're looking at me like, oh, my God, this guy's going to get us killed. And a Raider fan decides he's going to drop trow and, and show us. But he doesn't moon us. He gives us the front side. <laughs> what? He gives us the front. Oh, side. no. And I'll never forget, like, the lady sitting, like, two or three seats down from me. Like, she's really prim and proper and dressed really fancy for the game. It, she had this look of horror on her face of, oh, my God, what foreign planet am, or country or planet am I on here? What is happening? Yeah. She was out of her element. See, now, you were scared when you ventured into Raider Nation there on the on the team bus when I was with the Broncos in Buffalo years ago, and we were on the team bus because we had the contract back then. You go right by the stadium. At the time, it was called Ralph Wilson Stadium. I don't know if they changed the name. It was tradition, and I think it still happens to this day, where they line up the Bills Mafia and they throw eggs at the opposing team bus. And we got lit- riddled with eggs, one after another. That wasn't scary. I thought it was funny. Well, but you know it's coming. It's tradition. You didn't think you were being... Bum rushed on a scene from Escape from New York. <laughs> uh, how about you, HW? You've uh, you majored in bowling? No, I took a bowling class. They're two different. 
Uh, I will say some of the SEC fan bases that ventured in uh, to Columbia, Missouri were, were pretty out of control. Georgia stands out to me the most. And I know, Vic, you just saw them take over your alma mater. James was there for that. But I saw that, too, in Columbia, Missouri a couple times. The Georgia Bulldog fans, to me, are some of the craziest people I saw. And I know everyone said how hospitable they were at Notre Dame and all that. They weren't that way in Columbia, Missouri. I'll tell you that much. It depends on the I can see that. I can yeah, see that. It depends that. on the route. I'm going to the Tennessee-Georgia game here in a couple weeks, and I'll uh, I'll give you a true uh, barometer of how hospitable Georgia fans are on the road. The best fan bases that I just had a ton of fun with were uh, uh, the Jets in New York, just back and forth the whole game, and, mm-hmm. you know, at the end it was all good-natured and shaking yeah, hands. Yeah, nobody wanted and, to fight you, right? Right. It was, nobody wanted was, to fight your face. That was a lot of fun. And then in Kansas City, I'll never forget, I'm standing in line to buy a beer or Coke or whatever, just at the concession line, and there's this little kid in front of me. He's maybe 12 or 13. He turns around, and he sees I'm wearing Bronco gear. I don't even think he was that old. I'll bet he was 8 or 9. He turns around, looks at my Bronco shirt, looks at me in the face, and goes, F the Broncos. Hmm. But he didn't say F. He used the word. <laughs> and there was this part of me that was like, I should buy this kid's hot dog or Coke. Like, that is awesome. What did you say back to him? I don't I don't remember. I was so froze. stunned. I was the like, wow, thing, that's great. The one thing that I've lacked over the years is a certain perspective. And I wish I had more experience here. And I And I am quick to admit this. The last 25 years of my life, I've worked in this business where I have become... Um, sort of sheltered, not sort of, very much so. I, I, you know, I watch games from press boxes, from in front of a television screen. I don't get to experience what you've experienced, James, because I know you go to most of these games as a season ticket holder, and yes. you get to see it firsthand. So I miss that. I, I envy you for that. I think there's an element to that that changes your fandom. So I need to ask you, when you see these fights evolve in in stadiums, uh, whether it's a Broncos game, a Nuggets game, how do most of these fights start? Is it all born out of drunkenness, or is it someone saying something? What is it? Uh, I think it's a little bit of all of that. I, I mean, I think it tends to have alcohol involved. I mean, I think that's the, the common denominator. But then, yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's the heckling back and forth and it, Sports is fine. I don't, I don't, I have no problem. Trash talk is necessary I, in all of sports. I know, but sports is a zero sum game, right? So somebody's going to lose. And the guy whose team is losing eventually has enough of hearing the trash talk. And especially if you're in his house acting like that or what he thinks is his house. And that is what tends to, to lead to it. It's the, it's over competitive. Uh, machismo, uh, alcohol. So one guy's going to throw. One, one yes. guy's always going to throw. Yes. And I've seen, Countless fights in stadiums. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I see, I think it's worse now at games than it has ever been. Jesse, you've been to many games, especially most recently. You went to a game at SC, UCLA. When's the last time you saw someone throw hands at a game? Uh, I think it was a Broncos 49ers game, the, the game where Peyton Manning broke the record, I think 509. What, what caused it? Uh, I, I think one guy was, Overly drunk, a Bronco fan, and he was talking uh, smack to a yeah. 49ers fan. I guarantee if you did a study, you'd find that all those people that wreaked havoc at those games played youth football. <laughs> hey, Vic, w- quick one for you that just came to mind. Did you ever get sent to Joe Louis Arena back in the day? To jail? To where? To Joe Louis Arena, Detroit <laughs> yeah. Red Wings. And I sat right next to Mike Haynes while he was calling a game as Red Wing fans literally threatened him during the... I mean, I felt so bad for Mike, because he's a loud guy, right? And he's got to call the game. 
And these guys are staring at him. They're, they're feet, just a few feet away, almost as if they wanted to eat his children. It was very awkward and uncomfortable. Here's one for you. The Broncos are in Philly this year, correct? Memory serves. They play the Giants and the Cowboys yes. here. They're at Washington Christmas Eve, and they're at Philly sometime in November. That's a game I looked at and said, that'd be fun. I got a friend who lives in Philly and never been there. And I was point blank told, don't go there as a visiting fan. Would you make that trip? <laughs> I've been to games in Philly. I, I went to a baseball game in Philly when the Rockies played there in the in the playoffs. And I went out looking for Rockies fans. I counted two. How two. About, how about if we go and I wear a Trevor jersey? Dude, that would be great. And we that film would be it the for ultimate, Let's Talk Football. That would be the ultimate irony. Having Manchester get pummeled for wearing a Trevor jersey on the road. Can we get with like some producers at Altitude TV and get this get this booked for Let's Talk Football? I think it'd be hey, a great segment. Dude, that would be hilarious. I'm 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 not joking. <laughs> I'm would, not joking. How ironic would that be that I get beat up for wearing a Trevor jersey? Listen, this is not a joke. No, that I would be a great segment for Let's Talk Football. Get this ball you carry a GoPro everywhere you go and see how many <laughs> shots you take to the face. Are you guys going to uninvite me to this as well? <laughs> yeah, you, you just your face Hell is easily yeah. punchable. All right, when we come back, the world debut, the world premiere of Party with Marty, only on Altitude 950. in 20 games over 14 seasons. Gilbert and Hayduk battle for the puck. He scored 375 goals. What the Hayduk shot, And on January 6th, the number 23 Avalanche sweater will be raised to the Raptors at Pepsi Center, where it belongs. Yellow shot, score! Gilbert and Hayduk shoots and score! Altitude 950, home of the Colorado Avalanche, salutes Milan Hayduk. Milan Hayduk! Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee, it's best in class, four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler, the classic, just keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee, it's one more. More awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings, and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up that 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. 
Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Are you in for 90? The Colorado Rapids take on Montreal Impact on September 30th at 7 p.m. Starting at just $34, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Hotel Brewing. Go to coloradorapids.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Seeing extra slowing on southbound I-225 anywhere between Mississippi and I-25 and accident clearing near Parker Road. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Southbound I-25 slow through the downtown stretch. A crash reported near Broadway that's keeping traffic backed up. Amazon is hiring full-time associates at their newest warehouse in Aurora. On-the-job training and benefits. Apply at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, the Altitude Summer Concert Series is wrapping up, but we are looking for one final winner. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, subscribe to our text club, sign up for our e-blast for your chance to win. And coming up on Thursday... We'll be giving away a pair of tickets to see the Scorpions at First Bank Center on September 25th. Make sure to keep an eye on all our social media channels this Thursday for your chance to win those pair of tickets to see the Scorpions at First Bank Center next week. Sorry, guys. I was on the phone. Kyle just called me out of the blue trying to defend the analogy he put forth on this show just minutes ago. It wasn't a very good analogy. Well, he also texted us about his analogy. I mean, so my God. The guy gives one analogy a year, and he's out to defend it to the death. But it's okay. He, uh, I get it. Yeah, it, it, was, it was dreadful. That would uh, be the word I'd use. From the text line, as natives, you could probably agree with the absurdness of Cherry Creek High School. It has nothing to do with how they look. How they look at you, how they think they're so much better than you, signed Danny. That's regarding our Power Five craziest fan bases. What what makes that crazy? I don't I don't understand where you're going with that one, Danny. You I, don't like Cherry when Creek? When I was in high school, I did hate Cherry Creek. I think well, Danny's mad he hasn't gotten his hockey stick yet that you hey, were listen, supposed to listen, steal. Listen, listen. Hey, James, you and I went to high school around the same time. You yes. went to high school here in the 80s and 90s. You automatically hated Cherry Creek. That's yes. just the way it is. I mean, nothing against Cherry Creek. You know why we hated them? Because they, they were good. good. Without every, a doubt. Yeah, they, they, hate, you, you hate people. That's why everybody hates Valor. Because they're good at everything. Yeah, it, 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 admittedly, it was, there's some envy in that, right? You want to be Cherry Of course, Cherry-Cree. of course. If you're going to be true to yourself, that's, that's at the core of it. Now, you can make up reasons. Oh, they got more students. They got, yeah, of course they do. They, they pay their coaches better. Yeah, they do. But they win. All right, I get it. You can't blow through Marty's debut here. Let's go. Let's roll it. Marty, party with Marty time. We don't have an open, so we'll just start the music. Are we going to get an open built for this? Yes, sir. Uh, We we think. Let's see how this goes. Uh, Marty, welcome to the show. How are you? Do you feel a little nervous right now? No, I'm good. I'm feeling good. You're good? Marty, if you haven't heard, is our newest intern. He just started on Monday, and here we are two days later. They throw him to the wolves. What exactly do you hope to uh, 
What, what are we doing with this segment? What, are you just throwing a bunch of facts at us and we react? What is this? I'm just going to open a Wikipedia page and just read it for like 12 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> pretty much what we got out of Jake, didn't we? <laughs> Hell yeah. No, All right, start. Some, uh, some day in history, some birthdays, and then uh, maybe do a little uh, some review of some tweets from yesterday. Fire away, because you know Manchester's going to challenge everything you say. I'm sure. Before I, I get into it, I'd like to throw my head into the ring for the most absurd fan base. And it's not really a team or anything, but it's these LeBron fans. Like if so, anybody yeah. that follows LeBron, if you get in the LeBron-MJ argument, yeah, game over. You know, the LeBron thing, it's curious that you go there, because it's not even a fan of the Cavs. It's just a LeBron fan. LeBron can play anywhere. Le- LeBron could play basketball for ISIS, and they'd still be LeBron fans. That's a 2017 answer. It's not a team. It's a player. It's exactly. It's, it's, it's a corporation that just goes from team to team. Interesting. All right, let's hear what you got here, uh, Marty. Okay, so on this day in history, 1973, a tennis match was at the center of the sports world. Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs were playing for a uh, winner-take-all $100,000 prize. And uh, Billie Jean King, the, the woman, she won in three sets. Um now, if memory serves, this was played at the Houston Astrodome. That's yes, correct. it was. I also believe Billie Jean King got to use the doubles out of bounds. Yeah. And Bobby Riggs had to use the singles. And Bobby Riggs was like 94 years old. He was yeah, it, it was. Listen, it wasn't a fair fight. I, I'm curious. If you were to put together an exhibition of that nature today, you took the best female tennis player in the world, Serena, when she's not pregnant and having babies, obviously. So Serena at her fittest. What would be a fair fight? What give me give me somebody in tennis that you think this would go maybe three sets, four sets, five sets. It would be a serious match. It would be a former player. It would. It's got to be a former. It would be be an active player. It'd be like playing John McEnroe right now. Okay, that's what it would be like. Well, McEnroe's sixty, dude. Okay, that's what this. I mean, in all seriousness, what about Andy Roddick? Maybe, but Bobby Bobby Rigg, Bobby Riggs. I can't remember which. Was there an S on there, Marty? There is. Okay, Bobby Bobby Riggs. Riggs. He was, I think he was 70, or in his 70s. We no should, way. Yes. Is he that old? He was, yes. He was 55. No. You're off by 15 years. <laughs> he was 55 is all? That's correct. All right. Well, then, yeah, let's let's make it McEnroe. Uh, by the way, there's a movie coming out, Battle of the Sexes, with Emma Stone in that. It comes Steve out later Car- this year. I think year. Steve Carell is Bobby Riggs. Okay. And I swear to God, he looks 70 in it. And back in 1973, 55 was the equivalent of 70. You're right. You know what? It's funny. You look back at those those 50 year olds look older. Oh my they, god! They just act older. Look you know? at, it was like we talked about this when when Raleigh Massimino passed away. He looked ancient when Villanova Lord. won the title, and he yeah. was like 55. He looked so old. So my bad. He Bobby Rigg wasn't in his 70s. He just looked it. I mean, when Noah was on that arc, he was actually like 26. <laughs> Dude looked like he was 70. <sighs> All right, Marty. Okay, so 2013, Alex Rodriguez hit his 24th career Grand Slam, breaking Lou Gehrig's record, and uh, Alex Rodriguez would end his career with 25. Now, did you guys see last night Alex Gordon hit the 5,610th home run of the season? Yeah. He did. All-time yeah, nobody's record, talk- right? Nobody's talking about that. Most home runs ever in a season out of the uh, supposed steroids era. How do you explain it? Well, now what's the excuse? It's a live ball. What, what do they call it? It's not a, a juice, juice ball. ball. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what you could say what you want. Why isn't this an issue now? And it was an issue then. I think they're hitting more home runs now because you have way more guys who throw gas, right? Throwing 98. Seems like every game guys who come in out of the bullpen throw 98, which leads to A, a lot more strikeouts, and B, when you make contact, the ball's going a lot farther. I think more home runs are hit because these players did not participate in youth football. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Marty. So actually, just for a little reference there, in 1945, there was only 1,034 home runs hit. Wow. That was 5,610. Jeez. Big difference. 20 years after the great Babe Ruth was just dominating baseball. In case you missed it, uh, Marty, Manchester's not a Babe Ruth guy. He's gone on the record to say that. Oh, good. Because he he did nothing but play against white guys in day games. That's why. Okay. All right, let's uh, let's get into some birthdays. I kind of feel like Marty should be hosting like a call-in show. Like you're like Fraser Crane. Very calm. Yeah. What's your What's your problem? Yeah, We're you. playing the cool dance for well, you, yeah, Marty. Exactly. All right, let's. This one goes out to Bonnie and Aurora. <laughs> 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 All right, Marty, what else? All right, so birthdays. The great Vance Joseph, the undefeated NFL head coach of the Denver Broncos, turns 45 today. Surely some Dove Valley minions bringing a cake to <laughs> Right? Or they're singing. Something's going on down at Dove Valley today, without a doubt. Having uh, the time of his life. <laughs> yes, he is. He's under. So, what what class did you take with Vance at CU again? Operations management with Manette Bumpus. <laughs> I okay. knew you were going to say her name. You always yeah. say well, her name. But let me tell you something. Uh, Vance Joseph is managing the hell out of that operation yeah. so far. Yeah, and he was. I, I will say this, and I, I've given him credit for this all time. He was there every day that I was there. I don't know if he was there every day, but he was there every day I was there. Were you there every day? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Marty. Okay, Ian Desmond turns 32 today. How do we think Ian Desmond's going to celebrate his uh, his birthday? Well, maybe get a hit. Yeah, I think he's going <laughs> to pop out. Yeah, by uh, cashing his 15 million for his five home runs, three million a home run, pretty good money if you can get it. Ian I watched De- him watched Go- him last night, and he was going up against one of his former teammates, and you could just tell when he was in the batter's box that nothing was going to happen here, right? You you just could tell. Ian Desmond is the guy that strikes out when nobody's on, but then there's when there's a guy on, he hits a ground ball that turns into a double play. I like he just he just is a killer. He is a rally killer. That guy is just a he's a cooler. At this uh, this last birthday, this one's for Vic George R. R. Martin, the author of Song of Fire or Song of Ice and Fire that eventually led into Game of Thrones on HBO, turned sixty nine today. Nice. So a guy Wrote something that led to Game of Thrones. I, I'm not sure. You know who I saw? I saw. You guys don't know who she is, but uh, Queen Cersei, Cersei, that's her name. Yeah. She was on. Uh, she was on Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel the other night. It was Kimmel. They did the goblet readings. Oh God, she's hot. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's saying Vic that this guy who wrote Game of Thrones has a birthday today. So you wouldn't have Game of Thrones if this guy had never written the book. The world right. would be so much worse off. I mean, it's such a him. crazy drama. I'm guaranteed he played youth football. How old is this guy? He is 69 today. Bet he doesn't look a day over 55. <laughs> he doesn't look too good. All right, let's wrap this sucker up. Are you done? I uh, know. I got. I got one more thing here. So, dumb tweet of the day. I want to do. So, uh, the NFL posted um, Odell Beckham highlights from Monday Night Football. Yeah. And it was a two-minute highlight video of uh, Odell Beckham catching four passes for 36 yards. Two full minutes. And my favorite one was Odell Beckham running a go route and then, then just Eli Manning getting sacked. And that was it. <laughs> Not many highlights with the Giants these days, man. That offense is putrid. They're terrible. I am so sick of the Giants being crammed down our throat. They've, they've had two games. They've both been on national TV. They're, the NFL is tweeting out highlights from a guy who had four catches for 36 yards. I, I mentioned this yesterday on Twitter. I think an underappreciated reason why TV ratings are down is because the NFL, and they're, they're falling into the trap the NBA did. 
continues to insist on cramming big markets down our down our Four speed. Yeah. Exactly right. The beauty of the NFL was we we were interested in Indianapolis versus Seattle. Like that was back in the day. Like that was the beauty of it. Don't force the big markets on us. Give us the totally good agree. teams with interesting players. Cannot agree more. All right, good stuff on your your world debut. The world debut of Party with Marty. More of that to come tomorrow on the show. Up next, head coach of your Colorado Rapids right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche continue their preseason with a showdown against the Stars. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Join Mark Mosier on the call exclusively on your home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. Altitude 950. KKSE Parker, Denver. This is the home of your Colorado Rapids. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Via dispossessed by Tom Baji. Now Baji's on the charge. Here comes Tom Baji. Will it be goal number eight? Yes, it will! Dominic Baji! Goal number eight of the season. Goal number one tonight for the Rapids. I looked into the crystal ball and I called it. Thank you, Dominic Baji. Thank you, says Rapids Nation. And for the ball- that was the game tying goal last weekend at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Rapids were down one nothing to the New York City Football Club, and Dom Baji ties it up in the 88th minute. We welcome to the show right now interim head coach of the Rapids, Steve Cook. Hey, uh, Steve, how much has has Dom Baji developed, progressed, impressed you since you've been there? Yeah, good morning, Vic, and, and good morning, everyone. It, it really has uh, been impressive the last few years, and, and I said straight after the game that he he has a he has a ceiling that is going to be up to him in the end to uh, to realise. And uh, he came into the group as a fourth round draft pick, and he's he's really put the work in and, and done ever so well. Not only with his ability, because he has ability, but his attitude is first class as well. And now, hopefully, he can uh, raise his level of ambition and really take his career to the next level. That's a pretty good tie against one of the better teams in MLS. Uh, you, you, you take a one-one draw against uh, NYCFC. Um, we we took we take it because of the circumstances. Uh, you know, obviously disappointed that we didn't win the game, and uh, you know the goal is always to win the next game. So uh, uh, in that case, it was New York City, and we wanted to win the game. But given given the the slow start that we made, we we, we I think responded really really well the second half and to. To leave it so late to get that equalising goal, I actually felt we were going to go on and get the second goal and, and win the game, even even at that late stage, because I think we had a lot of momentum in our favour. But I suppose, given the circumstances, you're happy with the point. Uh, hopefully, we can learn the lessons and, and in the next situation like that, start a little bit better and get three points. I tell you that goal early by McNamara for uh, FC that that was a world class goal. I mean, that's one of those things. Good luck trying to stop yeah. that. He's he's a very good uh, uh, goal scorer. He's a very good finisher, and especially around that kind of left edge of the penalty area from distance, he seems to have a knack of of, of doing a great job of, of getting those on target. And he scored a few goals in the league that way. Obviously, a little bit disappointed with a couple of pieces of our defending. One was a bit of a, a diving and slip, and then obviously we didn't get pressure to the ball. And when you give somebody like Tommy McNamara that little bit of space to get that shot and get his head up and, and, and assess the situation. He's going to be dangerous, and in that situation, unfortunately for us, he, he was dangerous. 
again, learn the lessons and hopefully uh, we don't recreate those moments for somebody else. Steve, you've been on the case now for a couple of weeks, a few weeks with the Rapids as the interim head coach. Uh, have you had enough time to sort of put your stamp on this team or have you noticed any changes since you took over? I think slowly and, and steadily, yes. Um, we, we, we Obviously, the initial stages, we were on the road literally for, I think, seven or eight or nine or ten days. So it was difficult to do any training. And over the last few weeks, we've done very solid training sessions. The guys have really worked very, very hard. And certainly with uh, from all the, the numbers from the, the analytics department, from the, the sports science department, we've actually worked them harder these last few weeks than at any point. Uh, during the season, the guys have responded really well. They've really put in the work. They, they've been focused. They've been energetic. And so I think from that standpoint, yeah, we, we've made it. We've made a change. We've made a difference. Uh, but obviously, with it being the, the relatively early stages, to make the big, big changes is going to take quite some time still to go. And uh, but we will continue to work hard to make those changes to bring success to the club and to the fans. Starting this Saturday when you visit Vancouver, you've got three games in seven days. Now, fitness is always going to be a concern. Late in the season, how do you shuffle your lineup? Did you, you make sure that you, you rest guys late in games? What do you do when you have so many games in such a short span of time? Well, you know, the focus is to win the game in Vancouver. So whatever it needs, uh, whatever it takes to win that game in Vancouver, if that means play, players come out early because we make tactical adjustments, if that means players stay in the game because we want to uh, maximize uh, what we're doing in the game and, and try and get three points. That's what we do. So, yeah, there, there is always a little bit of planning, but, but obviously you can only react to the situation at the given moments that, that you see them. Uh, it's a difficult week, and I think one of the big things we've got to learn to do is cope with the demands of these busy weeks, physically and mentally. Uh, we have to make sure that we're fit enough and healthy enough to uh, go into these weeks and and play to our best potential in every single game. And uh, for me, I'm not looking too much further ahead than Vancouver Whitecaps at this point. So in terms of shuffling the lineup, that decision will only be made after uh, Saturday evening in Vancouver. But again, hopefully all the players are fit and healthy and ready to uh, ready to perform and cope with the demands of a very busy week, which I know they can be. Man, I, I love that city, Vancouver. It's it's beautiful. It's clean. Uh, the, the the citizens there are all nice people. It's paint the scene. What's it like playing soccer there? You know, it's a, it, I agree with you. It's a beautiful place. It's what it's certainly one of my favorite places uh, along the the MLS tour. And um, you're right. It's clean. It's a beautiful area. You know, it's, it's by the water there, it's it's absolutely stunning. Um, when the weather's nice, it is. is Absolutely perfect. Sometimes it can get a little bit rainy. Uh, for us, the, the, the atmosphere is always great. It's a, it's a little bit of a dome sometimes. They'll open the roof. But they've done a heck of a job there in, in really creating a fan atmosphere. And as of everybody in the Pacific Northwest, they've really done a great job of engaging the fans and putting a product on the field that is exciting to watch. And, and you know, usually for us, it's been a, a pretty big sellout crowd and uh, a pretty loud, raucous crowd. So for us, we, we've always enjoyed playing there. We've had some decent results there over the years. And, and let's hope we get another one on Saturday night. As a coach, when you take over a team now that's been struggling of late and before you you came on board, how do you... How do you go between experimenting with young players and trying to win games with veteran players? Where do you where do you meet those crossroads there? Yeah, I think that's a balance. Not just now for me uh, in the situation we're in, and, and and obviously with my changing role, but I think that's a good balance to think about all the time. So when is the chance to give young players the experience they need so that they can they can help realise their potential? 
but also uh, you have to win games and, and experienced players have a major, major role in, in winning games and sometimes for young players the occasions get a little bit too big and sometimes you need to pull them out of the lineup because it, it's for their own uh, their own good and their own careers to develop and, and just take those breaks. And So it is always a balancing act, but I'm a big believer in... Uh, you know, age isn't really anything to look at. It's more about the ability. You know, there, there, are, there are players who can do it and players who can't do it and there are players who suit certain situations and players who don't. So, you know, if we have a 16-year-old who's an outstanding player and can help the team win, then he plays and, and that is a, that's something that will always happen. If we've got a 36-year-old who can help us win games, then he plays as well. And hmm. I think that is the balance. It's always got to be about the team. Okay, last one here, Steve, because I know you got to get going. This one came from the text line. Cool, cool little fact here, uh, this person writes, the Rapids have over 10 countries represented on their team. Uh, that's a lot of different languages. So you have, do you ever have any issues during practice? Does everybody speak and understand English perfectly on this team? Do you ever, is there a language of soccer that you speak when you try to teach the game? There is a, a, the, the person with the least grasp of English on the team is probably myself. You know, so, I mean, my my, uh, my command of the language is not always the best, and I, I, I usually throw in some words that are not the best choices as well. So, uh, but from our perspective, yeah, I think soccer is a world game, and it brings together a lot of different cultures and ethnicities and, and religious backgrounds, and, and it brings people together from all over the world. And in our situation, I, I didn't actually know that number, but but ten countries represented is. Uh, it sounds like a lot, but in our industry, it almost seems normal. Most players, I think, uh, try to get a grasp of English because obviously we're, we're, we're living in a majority English-speaking country. Um, but it's really interesting to work with different people from all over the globe. And like you said, more of it is the decision-making and body language that players get from a soccer standpoint through playing together. So even sometimes if they don't quite connect from a verbal communication, the body language and and, and, and the way that they make decisions together without saying words is probably the biggest key. And obviously in training, we do a lot of exercises that allow players to uh, make decisions. They solve problems on their own and they solve uh, problems together. So we present a lot of different exercises that allow them to not only talk about what they're doing, but allow them to experiment and show each other how to do things. And eventually that decision-making that they come with, not only individually but collectively as well, is the difference, and I think that is the best form of communication on the field because sometimes in those loud stadiums as well, they can't speak and can't talk and can't shout at each other. So really, some of some of the best communication is is, uh, is nonverbal body language and, and communicating by doing rather than talking. Well, you are playing in Canada this weekend, and there is some degree of language barrier when you visit Canada. So good luck with that, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, no, I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to the weekend, and hopefully the guys can continue to work hard for each other and get us a good result. All right, my man. Steve Cook, thank you very much for your time this morning. The interim head coach of the Colorado Rapids. It's the Rapids and Vancouver Whitecaps this Saturday night on Altitude 950, right here on Altitude's Vic Lombardi Show. When we come back, well, we'll visit with Peter Schaefer. NFL agent at 9.30. Got some items we want to discuss there. And we'll continue with this Power 5 question of the day. Craziest fan base you've ever experienced? Craziest scene you've ever seen at a game? Feel free. We've got some great selections. Can't read half of them, but they're great. Attention homeowners! Hey, you need to sell that house of yours. 
If you have a house that's worth $500,000 or more, you need an agent that specializes in high-end homes. And let's be honest, every home in Denver these days is pretty much a high-end home. Have you seen the real estate market? Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call, and he will make you this offer. Sell your home at a price you agree with, or he'll write you a check for five k. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes proven to get his clients the most money. Recently, he sold a house that got his client 10K more than he thought he was going to get. So give him a call today, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. That's 720-900-4433. Troy Hansford, 720-900-4433. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. Warm line, we're going to go. And Will Parks joins us. What does that mean for a defense when your offense can stay on the field, win that time of possession battle, and give you guys a little more chance to catch a breath before you got to get out and perform? Uh, that means a lot, man. That means a lot, man. Mike McCoy, man, Bill Musgrave, Mike Nellis, John, you know, getting the offense right on. And then, you know, you go to the actual players, man. Trevor's doing a, a tremendous job. Controlling the offense and getting us to breathe it, man. It makes us pretty excited to go out there because, you know, when they're, when they're holding the ball and moving the chains, converting on third down, you know, we're excited. We're out there cheering on our offense and we'll get it on the field. You know, it's just helps us keep our swagger, man. We, and it's our job is to get them the ball back. Me and Joey having the ball up, so, you know, we, we kind of want to keep that going. Hastings and Brahman, every weekday, 10 to 1, only on Altitude 950. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the salary Salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance. Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as $1,000 a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as 10 days. Call now, 303-695-7000, or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Changes in the air, Colorado. Colorado, hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 3500. Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8? Only the start of the you-make-it-your-own Ram choices, colors, equipment. Pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Loans are made by WebBank. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other research and supplies, see website for details. Wouldn't it be nice if more of your money went to savings instead of the credit card companies? It could. 
through Avant. With a competitive fixed rate loan through Avant, you can pay your high interest credit card bills and save money. That's right. Instead of paying so much credit card interest each month, extra money could go straight to your savings. And loans through Avant are easy. It's all online with no hassles. And you can have the money within days, not weeks. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon gift card after your first payment is made on time. So what are you waiting for? Go to Avant.com today. To check your rates with no impact to your credit score, go to Avant.com today. Enter promo code 1414 and Avant will give you a $50 Amazon gift card after your first installment is made on time. That's A-V-A-N-T dot com, promo code 1414. Avant.com, code 1414. Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All our all our waitresses are just like family, you know. Monster cinnamon roll thing looked fantastic. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora, off of Anna and Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry and Leesdale, and downtown, off Fifteenth and Curtis. Get your car looking good with Superior Auto Image, commonly referred to as being a one-stop shop for car cosmetics, striving to provide as many services as they can to their customers. From window tinting to clear bras, vinyl wrapping, headlight restorations, detailing, paintless dent repair, glass repair, and Plasti Dip. Superior Auto Image. BBB accredited, reliable, with a certified staff. To book your appointment, go online to superiorautoimage.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We were all in high school at one point where you had a girlfriend or a boyfriend that you thought was pretty good looking, but you weren't exactly sure. But they had a great personality. And so you would show pictures to your buddies and be like, what do you think? And they'd go, yeah, she or he looks good. And you'd kind of try and start feeling out the situation and you'd start convincing yourself, yeah, she's good looking. And then, like, they'd show up without makeup on or their hair would be up or the guy would be wearing like jean shorts and then all of a sudden it just changes on you. That's kind of the situation. I feel like we're all still teetering with Trevor. We really want to believe that this is the real deal, but we're just not sure. (laughs) That took a long time to make a point. What in the world was that? That was Kyle Keefe, our Broncos outsider. You hear him every week on this show. That was his analogy. How we view Trevor Simeon. Or how some do. My view is different than yours, clearly. That was his analogy of the day. We should have just an analogy of the day from Kyle. <laughs> and again, I fashion myself kind of an analogy guy. So I'm probably grading him harshly because of that. But I have no idea what that, what that was about. I don't know what it took a lot of turns. About. It really did. It really Once did. Once they started talking about jeans. Jeans and holes in their jeans. I, I. Well, then was it a boyfriend or a girlfriend? He yeah. changed genders on us in the middle of it. I don't know what was going on. Uh, our power five question of the day, the most obnoxious, most abrasive, most absurd, most out of control fan base in sports. Uh, we were honoring the uh, Bills Mafia. If you, uh, if you get on the internet, the Bills Mafia is always capable of doing something crazy. What are some of the things the Bills Mafia is known for? What do they do? Um, Let's see. Relations in the parking lot with absolutely no shame. 
That's okay. a that's a big hallmark. There's a lot of Deadspin stories of uh, groping in the stands. Okay. Um, they threw a um, sex object on the field last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They think they're uh, pro wrestlers. They yeah. like okay. to break tables. It's a lot of it is just they get really, really, really super hammered in the parking lot. That's what's happening. I don't know if it's because we brought up this topic, if it's just simply coincidental about how fights emerge in the stands. and But just over the course of the last few minutes, Deadspin has tweeted a couple photos of fighting in the stands. Do you guys see this Giants fan who pukes all over himself and then gets into a fight and wins? So you got a Giants fan at Giants Stadium, or whatever the hell the name of that stadium is. MetLife. Then you got Raider fans fighting each other waiting for an Uber. It's, yeah, just going after each other. Yeah, it's pretty much what happens to games anymore. Now those it's Ubers crazy. are, you know, they're hot commodities after the game, right? I've never been in that situation. How do you get an Uber right after the game? It must be just chaos. On well, the surge prices through the roof, right? What does that mean? So when there's high demand, they can jack up the price on you, and it's called surge. So what may be a $10 ride can quickly turn into a $40 ride. Or, Vic, there are horror stories on New Year's Eve where people have been so drunk, they've accepted these surges for a normal ride home that would be, say, 20 bucks, and they've woken up the next day to charges of over $1,000 for their ride home because the surge was so high. Well, that's just called market economy, right? I mean, yeah, it's capitalism, market, but yeah. these people are so hammered that they don't realize they're accepting a surge of times 50 or Again, whatever. Don't get hammered, I guess. Take advantage of the people who are hammered. Hmm. I don't know what else to say there. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I can't even, I can't even read these Bill stories, dude. I can't, I can't even read 98% of them, uh, of what the Bills fans do in the parking lot before their games. So they will be at it this Sunday. Let's put it that way. All right. Uh, on the rundown, things we did not get to today that we should probably mention. Uh, you've got this written down. How will Plumley fit in the uh, front court with Jokic and Millsap since yesterday, uh, word came down that uh, Mason Plumley Resigned with the Nuggets. What was it? Three years, 41? Yeah, uh, that's per Woj. Uh, nothing official from the team quite yet. But yes, that is the expectation that Mason Plumley will sign a big deal. And Mason Plumley himself wrote a letter to Nuggets fans. Yeah, so. you know, I don't know. After watching just a half a season or whatever, how many games he played with the Nuggets last season, it, it, it's different because when Jokic is in the game, and he's got the ball in his hands, and he's anywhere in the key or hell outside the key, he's always a threat to score. So the defense has to play the Nuggets differently. They have to get on Jokic. They can't just let him have that shot. When Plumlee's in the game and he's got the ball at the top of the key or anywhere really outside the key, he's not a threat to score. So the defensive, it changes. The game changes. The way they run the offense changes. So obviously they're two entirely different players. When you see him on the court at the same time, it's no issue. But when Plumlee subs for Jokic, it's a different Nuggets team, clearly. We can all acknowledge that, right? Yes, no doubt. So we'll see how he fits in. Vic, do you think they'll ever go big with Jokic, Millsap, and Plumlee on the floor at the same time, or is that too big? Uh, you, you might see it on occasion. Who knows? You know, Anything goes in the NBA now. It's almost become a positionless basketball. It, nobody can identify who the classic point guard is anymore or the shooting guard or the power forward. You throw five guys. If they play well together, they play well. If you want to go small, you go small. Go big, go big. I don't think it matters anymore. Either you play well together or you don't. Was the Nurkic trade straight up for Plumlee or was there a pick involved? There a it pick was also two? a pick. Nuggets sent a pick to Portland? Yes. 
Well, I mean, the fact that he's coming back, I think, makes it to where, all right, there's a chance that trade doesn't lean in the direction. It looked like it was leaning at the end of the year. Right? I mean, at the at the end of the season, they had the head-to-head game that was the night and day difference of Nurkic versus Plumlee. So I think the fact that the Nuggets want to bring him back for three years, he can kind of get into the system. They can figure out what his role is. They can figure sure. out how do we use this guy. I think that means, all right, there's some potential that this early small sample size isn't exactly how this trade is going to turn out at the end of the day. You're right. A lot of people wanted to judge that trade in the two, three months we saw Correct. it last year. Now, did Portland... Make out okay in that trade? Yeah, Yusuf Nurkic went there, and he was a, a pouting baby here, and he went there and turned it on. But you're right, the the jury is still out on who wins that trade ultimately. Also on the rundown today, writes HW, how big was that early double from Charlie Blackman against Cueto? Would you fall asleep after that double? Did you watch the rest of the game? Uh, can you believe he's already <laughs> hit 200 this year, 200 hits? Should he be the MVP? Um, he should be in the running for MVP. He should be in the conversation. Seriously, HW, when did you fall asleep? You well, I sent I sent the rundown before I fell asleep, dude. I I, I, I generally send it around nine o'clock at the latest, and the Rockies yeah. were still playing at the time. It looked like Chuck's hit was going to propel them to a win. I didn't realize Herman Marquez would give up a base hit to Johnny Cueto and then a 450 foot home run to Hunter Pence. I found but out we, the Rockies lost at about two fifty this morning. Okay, so you you did not watch it live, HW? Beyond you didn't? I did. I did because I took a nap earlier in the day, and I had enough left to watch it live. I was disgusted after the hit to Cueto and the home run by Pence. It was 3-2 when I called it. Well, they tied it back up 3-3, and they lost, of course, in the ninth. Bases loaded. You know, it's it's a shame, too, because Russin pitched the ninth, and we all say we all like Chris Russin, right? He just got, he was the victim of some bad luck. I mean, some seeing eye ground balls, some ridiculous, a ridiculous bunt that resulted in a single. There was some crazy stuff going on in the ninth. That led to that that Giants win. It sounds like a little bit like we're grading Trevor's game. Well, I mean, just go rewatch the ninth inning. You can't. When Greg Holland gives up a win or gives up a save opportunity, you could sort of feel it. It, di- it didn't have the same feeling last night. If your life was on the line, would you rather have Mason Plumley have to make a free throw or the Rockies get out of the ninth inning? Wow, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You know what's crazy? I watched Plumley in pregame. I watch him shoot, and he makes. Pretty much every shot, but he changes. He just sort of changes his his elbow, where his elbow's located underneath the ball. He pops it out during the course of a game. That's a great, you know, that's a great question for Travis Heath on Thursday. I mean, even when he and he makes them, but even when he makes them, when he shoots them, you're just like, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's certain guys when they release the ball, like, yeah, it's in. It's just, it is a funny, awkward. uh, It's an awkward motion. Uh, this text from Cooper, Cooper, uh, text into the show. Dr. Vic, that comment of taking advantage of hammered people makes me want to come to the studio and fight you. What did I say about hammered people? Yeah, it may have come out a little wrong. You were talking about Uber and market economies and... I have no just... problem with them charging extra after a game if everybody's hammered and needs to get home. Well, you what, got the, what, you got the risk of somebody messing up your car. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Fine. What, what, what's the issue here? By the way, I did hear back from our better yesterday on Twitter, and he says he's just waiting on HR to get him his uh, pace. pace no, no, he's waiting on his wife to ride off. <laughs> he's waiting, he's waiting to make sure the Broncos don't lose to Buffalo. This yeah, weekend. Yeah. It has nothing to do with HR, trust me. Uh, also on the rundown, does anyone on the Bills, uh, either side of the Bills ball, scare you? If the Broncos shut down Zeke, shouldn't Shady be no problem? 
Has Shady done anything this season that Bills no, offense? The really Bills offense has been denizened. Rico has put his stink all over the Bills offense. Hope you enjoy right. him, Buffalo. When we come back, you got to hear what Joe Thomas told Adam uh, Schefter. It, it's the same thing we've been telling you for a couple of years now. That trade to the Broncos, it was this close to happening. My hands, my fingers are really close together. This close. He'll tell you himself. And we'll also hear from his agent, Peter Schaefer, his thoughts on how close it was to happening. His thoughts on this football study I started the show with. People trying to completely sabotage the sport. For what reason? You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Peter Schaefer coming up. chance to hang out with Scott Hastings and Julie Brahman. Every Thursday during their show, a lucky listener and a friend will have lunch with the host while hanging out in the studio. Presented by Garbanzo Mediterranean Fresh. From premium meats and euros to salads and baked from scratch pitas. Visit eatgarbanzo.com to find a location near you. It's hanging with Hastings and Brahman every Thursday only on Altitude 950. Now, there's a morning newscast that moves at the speed of Denver. Good morning, everybody. I'm Megan Howard. And I'm Kirk Yonke, bright and early. And Gives you an edge all day long. New details overnight. New this morning. Breaking overnight. Get your morning moving with Megan O'Halloran, Kirk Yonke, Pinpoint Weather with Greg Dutra, and Time Saver Traffic with Sam Boyd. Still looking at some slow speeds out there. On the Fox 31 Morning News, starting at 4.30 tomorrow. Buying or selling a house doesn't need to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling. Lucas Akers and his team of agents all over the Denver area can help save you money. Why pay a 6% commission? With Metro 21 Real Estate, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-4663. Find out how they can help you or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Call 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-4663. Tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. NMLS 158-1504. Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep Celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee. It's best in class, four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler, the classic, just keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee. It's won more awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings, and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E470 on Highway 85. Johnson Auto Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called... Inspire. 
Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000 or you go online to AmericanFinancing.net. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. We have an exciting season of fall rugby in the stadium at Infinity Park this year. Saturday at 3, the Elite Men, Glendale Merlins versus Mystic River. Then at 5, the Elite Women, Glendale Merlins versus Lindenwood University. Tickets and info at GlendaleMerlins.com. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. We have him on the show periodically. You can also watch him on Let's Talk Football, which airs weekly on Altitude TV. He is longtime NFL agent Peter Schaefer, who lives about six blocks away from these studios. So it's apropos that he joins us. You should be in studio, but the fact that you're calling from your home office, wow, how lazy are you, Peter? Uh, um, uh, guilty as charged. Good morning. I know you like good entrances. Hey, um, let's start with this. I, I, I opened the show. There's this football study that's out. I don't know if you've read this. This doctor, uh, this Dr. Stern came up with this study that says that youth who play football, especially between the ages of 8 and 12, full contact football, yeah. uh, will have, yes. will have more problems later in life. Problems. That's how they put it. I, I I'm, I'm so tired of these, these studies, these, correlation lead to causation studies that you can apply to any activity as a kid any kid if you if you have excessive monkey bar experience from 8 to 12 and fall down yes you'll have problems why are they trying to beat up on football so much well i think number one for uh you know football obviously it's popular most popular sport going number two it seems to be pretty hip to you know to gang up on it and talk about safety issues. And, and as you say, as parents, we should be focused on safety issues on everything. When you think about when we were kids, shoot, my mom smoked and drank when she had me. We played on monkey bars with, you know, on concrete um, playgrounds, right? I mean, you know, shoot, the, the schools let us in fights. There's all kinds of stuff that we're learning that we have to be smarter about, we, you know, whether it's lacrosse, hockey, football, Heck, even in women's lacrosse, 
they're now finally, after how many years, mandating that they wear helmets. Mm-hmm. What about soccer? All the concussions we're hearing from kids just, you know, everybody thinks soccer is the safest sport, but when you head the ball, you get concussions. So, you know, what we really need to do is focus on making life safer for everybody. And if it starts with football, it starts with football. I mean, God knows you don't want to do a study, Vic, that talks about the, the bad effects of eating red, too much red sauce when you were growing up. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, these studies, you, you can bend a study however you please. I, I, I just think uh, after a while, listen, my kid played football since the age of seven. I played full contact football since the age of five. Do I have problems? Yes. I don't think it's a result of football. There are other issues. That's why I have problems. Football isn't one of them. Your issues, yeah, your issues come from the red sauce. I just said it. Red sauce and wine at the age of 12. Uh, Peter. I need to ask you this. We've discussed what happened with Ezekiel Elliott and his court case, and it's back and forth. Ezekiel Elliott seemed like he was in another world on Sunday. Do you think as an agent, you have to talk to these guys every day, you have to babysit them, do you think that affected the way he played in that game? Well, I think that, you know, it's interesting. We talk about, you know, the new generation, old generation. Um, You know, clearly – the NFL used to be all about hockey players. Now you, you, you are getting a bunch of, like, NBA-type players where there's a lot of management that has to go on, motivation. Uh, you know, the same day that that happened, Joe Thomas, my guy, played his 10,000 straight snap, right? Yes. Do you think we ever have to motivate him? Do you have to ever have to worry about Joe Thomas or Steve Atwater being up for every play he plays in? Those are warriors. And so... I think as parents and adults, we got to make sure that we're doing a better job of making sure our kids show up to work every day. I'm glad you brought up Joe Thomas. Regardless of the profession. Yeah, you brought up Joe. I want you to listen to something if you haven't heard it already. This is Joe Thomas on Adam Schefter's podcast talking about his flirtation with the Denver Broncos a couple of years back. Now, I haven't heard this yet, Peter. We'll be hearing it for the first time. I haven't I heard it. I want to say, okay, let's hear how specific Joe got. Go ahead and roll it, Jesse. And you know what kept that deal from happening was, I believe, and I'm not going to be far off if I'm not exactly right, but I believe that Denver was willing to send, let's just say it was a one and a four, and they wanted back like a, a third two. It was, mm-hmm. and Cleveland was offering a four. It was like a one round difference. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the disagreement on the compensation part, otherwise mm-hmm. most of the parameters have been agreed to, but they just could not and would not budge on that one detail, on that one last mm-hmm. pick that was about one round apart that would have sent mm-hmm. you to Denver, which would have been you would have won a Super Bowl there, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just you know crazy to think about uh, if that one little domino would have fallen and how close it was to falling how different my career, my life would have been from that point going forward. And uh, like you mentioned, I I heard that exact same thing from one of our beat writers, uh, Mary Kay Cabot. Mm -hmm. She's usually got her finger on the pulse of what's going on. And she she was the one that came up to me and told me, hey, they were only like a tiny, tiny sliver of a couple points on the uh, draft trade scale away from trading you. And like you said, it was like a third or a fourth round pick that they were squabbling over. Mm-hmm. And uh, otherwise, it would have been done. Okay, squabbler. Your guy just called you a squabbler, basically. How accurate is that depiction from Joe Thomas? Well, let's just say this, because that was like about a minute clip. 
That was yeah. better radio with Adam Schefter and Joe Thomas and Peter Schaefer and Vic Lombardi. Oh, no doubt about that. it. Why do you think we ran it? Yeah. You should just run that instead of this show. Um, <laughs> but I think this. Here's the deal. You know, deals in sports, whether the negotiations for contracts or trades, they're like being pregnant. Either you is or you ain't. You know, you can't be almost pregnant, and you can't have almost a deal. I mean, it came close. And it went right up to the wire on that Tuesday. I remember where I was. And it didn't happen. And once it didn't happen, the trade line deadline kicks in, and you go back and block the guy in front of you. Wow. What year was this again? Was This this was not last year, but the year before last, correct? I think it was the year the Broncos uh, won their last game of the season. Okay, so that was the year of the Super Bowl. Wow. That's how close Joe yeah. Thomas came to becoming a member of the Denver Broncos. And I know J Joe said all the right things all along. Listen, he, he doesn't like the fact he's losing in Cleveland, but he's very loyal to Cleveland. Uh, Joe, how good would he look right now in a Bronco uniform? Are you kidding me? Are all those talks dead, Peter? Could they, you know, and I hate to put you on the spot, but any given day, could they arise again? Well, I think that, you know, the best example is Carson Palmer. Uh, I think it was four or five years ago. He's holding out from the Bengals. There's no light in the tunnel. He's not playing that year. And all of a sudden, the uh, quarterback for the Raiders breaks his leg on the Sunday before the trade deadline. And they trade, you know, a first and second round pick to the Bengals, and they get Carson Palmer. But for that injury, Carson Palmer's still retired right now. Sure. So, you know, like Joe talked about dominoes. You know, the dominoes in the NFL come in the form of Games every Sunday, poor performance, injury, um, you know, people having expectations. So you never know. I mean, shoot, if a team that's going to have Super Bowl aspirations this year and lose left tackle, who knows what they do? You know, um, I, I like to say that very few things in my life are non-negotiable. But so you make me a good offer, I'll listen. All right, speaking of offers. You know, you know, you, you know I love my son, but, you know, give me an offer. Yeah, I get it. Uh, how soon do you expect, if at all, the Denver Broncos to offer a long-term deal to Trevor Simeon? Has he done enough to prove he's worth a long-term deal? And if you're Trevor Simeon's people, what would you settle for at this point? Well, first of all, uh, the Broncos, because of the CDA, cannot make an offer on a drafted player until after the completion of the third season. Okay, so they can't do anything so now. That's can't do anything now. Correct. That's the CBA rule. There's a stupid rule. Uh, I think that players would like to have security early. Teams would like to lock players up long-term early. But they have this rule, and it's uh, it's a redundant protection against holdouts. But as you saw with uh, you know uh, Donald out in uh, L.A., kids can hold out. You can figure it out. So it, it's just a redundant protection for no reason, and it's. It prevents you right now because maybe the Broncos would go to him. And if they did go to him, just give me an indication. We know the quarterback market's out of control. What kind of numbers would we be talking about? What is his worth? What is his value after two games this season? You know, it's interesting because, you know, Brock Oswalder basically had a, a sample size of, what, six games when he got paid. The problem is that when a Brock Oswalder after six sample games doesn't succeed, people are going to have reservations. You want to see as big a sample size as you can. Now, from an agent's perspective, um, the greater the sample size means the greater the money. 
because there's less risk of your player turning into Brock Osweiler yeah. and then crashing and burning. You know, if he does this for 32 games, then you're pretty comfortable that it's going to happen. So, you know, I mean, he keeps doing what he's doing, and he's going to be sitting in a great position. You know, he'll, he'll be able to go up to John Elway and say, John, you and I are about to become partners. Yeah, but if but, that, that, you know, that, that's the big if, though, what if somebody came and I know they can't tell next year, but if somebody came to me and you know I'm a seventh round pick and I'm making five hundred grand a year or whatever he's making, and somebody says we'll push that to eight to ten million a year and we'll give it to you three years guaranteed, man, I, I don't care what the market is for quarterbacks, I'd have to take that right away, wouldn't you? Well, well, that's that's right. That's that's always the yin and yang. How much? It's future potential against guaranteed money. And it also depends on how much money you have in the bank, how secure you are right now. You know, it's a big difference. You know, Kirk Cousins can sit here, but he's making guaranteed $22 million this year. Okay, so he's playing on a one-year deal. That's more guaranteed money than you just talked about for Trevor. So every situation is unique and different. With a seventh-round pick, you'd have to think about it. But, again, they can't offer it because of the silly rule. Yeah. Well, again, uh, the uh, CBA is coming up when? All these rules may change sooner than later. When's that CBA up in the NFL? 2021. So we got time. That's going to be Armageddon for some. All right. Hey, Pete, thanks for your time. We'll talk to you in the TV studio tonight for Let's Talk Football. See you then. And that's Let's, let's Talk Football with who? Let's with talk Vic Lombardi. With... Yeah. And don't wear those ridiculous tight red slacks to look all young. I mean, you just don't look. That's like Keith Oberman in the leather jacket. It just doesn't work. Would you just dress like an elderly man that you are and quit trying to dress young? It doesn't come off well. Oh, you have so raised the bar today, it's not even funny. Thank you. See you later. Bye-bye. It's on. All right, bye. That's Peter Schaefer, ladies and gentlemen. I tell you, these agents, man, actually, he does dress well, but they try to dress the part. Red slacks. Who wears red slacks? Yeah. On live television. That's, that's a, that's a rough one. That's a rough. Red? Like. Who owns red slacks? Fire engine red? Yes. He owns them and wears them. Willingly. I feel like. Like not losing a bet. I feel like it's a guy who's driving around in a golf cart in Sun City and he's just playing out his days. With white shoes? (laughs) (laughs) White dress shoes? Exactly right. All right, final segment coming up. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's 945 on Altitude 950. Altitude 950 is talking Rockies. I'm so convinced they're going to make it. I don't feel any heat, any pressure, any angst. Broncos. Don't tell me. They have not exceeded expectations. This healthy version of C.J. Anderson, this is a thing of beauty. He's in midseason form, and if he can stay healthy this year... Wow. And it's about that time of year. Double shot start! Yeah, this is getting good. Home of the Avalanche. He got all over again. Home of the Nuggets. That was good for Nikola Jokic. And more in-depth Rockies and Broncos talk. And verse all sports station at the 950. You know, one of the most popular trends now is custom tailoring for men. Yes, suits, custom Tailored. There is nothing better. You look good. You feel good. You don't have to run all over town searching for the right suit for hours on end. At Icon Suits in Cherry Creek, they tailor suits, shirts, and coats custom to your size, 
your taste, and your lifestyle. Listen, I'm Vic Lombardi. I'm a small man. I need tailoring to fit my body, all within a reasonable price range, too. Browse and select the highest quality fabrics. Have your precise measurements taken by the wardrobe consultant, and soon your handmade suit from Italy, mind you, is ready for one final perfect fitting. You look great because your suit is perfectly made to your body. Compliment your new suit with some custom shirts, new ties, and shoes. You're going to look good. You're going to feel good. Icon Suit Shop. Cherry Creek. IconSuit.com. Tell them Vic Lombardi sent you. Are you in for 90? Enjoy a craft beer and a game courtesy of Odell Brewing in the Colorado Rapids. What a wonderful goal from Dominic Batchy, and he stinks like a bee. The Rapids take on Montreal Impact on September 30th at 7 p.m. at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Oh, he's done it again, you know. Would you believe it? Starting at just $34, get a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to coloradorapids.com. Who doesn't love the idea of sitting comfortably in the back of a limousine while someone else does the driving? Sure, it's all about comfy leather seats and a built-in bar, but hiring a limousine is actually a great idea. Whether it's a trip to the airport, a business function, or a party night out, going in a limo keeps everyone together. No waiting for anyone. No one gets lost either. And no one's going to get amped up with road rage. Total buzzkill, right? And parking is never a problem. You get dropped off at the door. Paul Music and Limousine is Denver's affordable luxury travel provider. Special events to and from the airport or just a safe, relaxed ride you can always count on. Limos, car service, party buses. Paul Music and Limousine. 24-7 reservation in the palm of your hand at 303-532-4685. Paul Music and Limousine. 303-532-4685. 303-532-4685. Genoa here nothing's better than being at home the people of colorado agree and they trust american financing for their home loans they have helped tens of thousands of coloradans now's the time to refinance you can consolidate debt pay off high interest rate credit cards and save money each month it only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify and you may close in as fast as 10 days what makes me a fan they have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Changes in the air, Colorado. Hot days, cold nights, fall is coming, and I say let it come. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for My Car Guys, Johnson Auto Plaza. Let me tell you about making a change in your driveway. Ram Power Days makes this the season for a new Ram truck. Johnson has 350 new Rams in stock, and each one discounted for Ram Power Days. Let the Johnson family introduce you to the Ram family. The Ram 1500, 2500, 3500. Pick a Ram, any Ram. Cummins Diesel or Hemi V8. 
1998, only the start of the You Make It Your Own Ram choices, colors, equipment, pick your favorite digital toys inside. This year, Ram has got the competition on its heels with the most impressive lineup ever. This is the kind of change you want. Ram Power Days. There's no better truck than Ram and no better place to get yours than Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Altitude 950 wants to send you to Las Vegas to see the Avalanche take on the Golden Knights. Starting next week, we'll be giving you the chance to get into our grand prize drawing, listen for a Vegas-themed movie clip during any of our live and local shows. Be the third caller, and you're in the mix for the trip. Two people to see the Avs and the Golden Knights on October 27th. Join the Avs in Vegas with Altitude 950. Trip to Vegas, hang out with Mosier, go to the game, pretty good prize. Yeah, and I don't think we're, you know, hyping this enough. It starts Monday. Throughout the live and local shows, we'll play like a you know clip from say Hangover or whatever, yeah. something that's got a Vegas theme. Boom! Call three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty if you're the fifth caller. You're going to be one of forty finalists with a chance to go on this trip, see the Abs in Vegas, probably see Mark Mosier. You know, it's going to be a good time. Any Vegas themed show, TV, movie? What is it? Strictly movies? It's movies. It's okay. movies. So you know, it's Ocean's Eleven, it's Hangover, it's uh, Honeymoon in Vegas, those kind of things. Okay, you know, like I call you Ma- Manchester, and we joke around because of the most depressing movie ever made yeah. of re- of late, and yeah. that's Manchester by the Sea. The only one that I can relate to that's as close as Manchester by the Sea. What was that Nick Cage movie where he was drinking himself to death? Leaving Las Vegas. Oh my God, that Isn't is that depressing. I, and I haven't seen the final list. It was not on the list of movies I suggested to Will and Josh and the people pulling these clips. How bad is that one? That movie, and he won like didn't he win Best Actor? For he won that? something. And that's with Elizabeth Shue. That was sort of yes. her comeback. Yes, the Karate Kid girl got on that show. And yeah. My God. She disappeared for a while, made a little comeback in that one. It was awful. Okay, um, should we crown a Power Five? Did we ever get a winner for Power Five before we close this show? Yeah, we uh, we picked a guy who, who said in a very nice long text about the soccer crowds in Europe and vividly described some of their chants. It sounded like a pretty out-of-control, pretty raucous. All right, so he's going to rugby. Congratulations. Yes, sir. How did it make you guys feel when you heard Joe Thomas and Joe Thomas's agent describe how close they came? They actually came to a deal with the Denver Broncos. Well, they won the Super Bowl that year, so it didn't make me bitter necessarily. If they'd lost the AFC title game because uh, someone had gotten blown past and it would have been like, well, Joe Thomas could have made that block, then I would have been bummed. But they they won the Super Bowl. So I guess uh, I'd love him now, but I don't think the Broncos not pulling that off the time hurt a, at the time hurt them because they still got the job done. But it's just interesting to hear how close some of these deals come. And they described one deal. You know, this stuff happens all the time, right? You, you guys understand that. There are deals that are talked about all of the time. Uh, we'll take that pick. Ah, oh, we got to move it to that. Ah, oh, this, that. It happens. We just don't hear about them. No, like of course not. Yeah, there's there's deals that they get to the very end all the time that can't get through the finish line, right? And by the way, there are some uh, there's some fiction to that story. You remember that uh, the Cleveland Browns, the thought was they were demanding Shaq Barrett, and the Broncos refused to move Shaq Barrett. He was never in the conversation. It was always picks. It was a fourth and a first. 
did not in, did, did did not involve Shaq Barrett. So the Shaq Barrett thing is a myth. That's fake news. Okay. I um I, I I I'm a little bit with HW of eh, they won the Super Bowl that year anyway, but it's not as though they just would have rented Joe Thomas for 2015. He would have been here last year. He'd be here now, which certainly would have helped, and he'd be here now. Which the trickle down effect of that, or the what do you always call it, the butterfly effect, is you spend your first round pick on someone other than Garrett Bowles because you already have a left tackle. And who knows who they would have got then? Maybe it's O.J. Howard. Maybe it's uh, is it Reuben Foster? Reuben Foster, yes. You never know. You never know. Yeah, how just go. on the surface, though, I mean, uh, would you give up a fourth and a first? Yes. Joe Thomas. Yes. Three years ago, every I day, especially would have. Uh, dude, every day, twice on Sunday. I, I mean, th- those guys we've seen now. What an offensive line can not only do for a quarterback, a team. Well, and Vic, you're essentially giving up a fourth round pick because you spent a first round pick yeah. on a left tackle. And so what's the not, difference? Not only a left tackle, James, but a a guy who doesn't miss any games. I know. I a, know. A, a guy who has gone ten thousand straight snaps. He's never missed a snap. Well, the last two first round picks for the Broncos are Paxton Lynch and Garrett Bowles. Would you give up either one of them plus a fourth round pick? For Joe Thomas. I'm not even going to finish the sentence. <laughs> and I would, I mean, it's, it's laughable, but people fall in love with picks and they love the asset because it's the unknown and it's hope. And I, okay, I get it, but good grief. I'd make that trade in a heartbeat. I love that too. When they talk about in every sport, not just the NFL, they fall in love with their picks. And mm-hmm. I've always made the contention, man, I'll take the known over the unknown. Every day. No doubt. And, and the Broncos have proven to be much better at pro scouting, scouting other teams' players. That's why they're pretty good in free agency than they are at college scouting. All right. Before we say goodbye, let's get to our Troy Hansford fired up finale. Who wins it today? This is the fired up finale presented by the Troy Hansford real estate team. Here's what's got us fired up today. At what point will we just stop playing sports? I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. you. What are we going to do now? So, so I guarantee if you assess the same study to every sport, every one, you will come, the result will be the same. Problems. The, I suffered one concussion playing sports and it was baseball. If you right? take anything the same can be study, dangerous. Anything can be take, dangerous. You know what? It's the same people who want to ban recess. It's the same people who want to ban PE. It's those same people. Get out and exercise. Live a little. Get out from behind your damn video games. It's pathetic. I uh, I was overmodulating there a little bit. I probably when I yell I should back away from the mic. You suggest that, Jesse? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be suggested. Good Sorry idea. about Good that. Idea. Sorry about that. We opened the show with the uh, study on the NFL. My bad. It was one of those rare segments where I was the calm one. Mm-hmm. It was, it was good. I, I don't disagree with you though. I think you nailed it. Uh. I, I guess we'd be remiss. We didn't mention this yesterday. It came toward the end of the show, and it's now taken on another life. It's a, a new level. You guys heard about this uh, this lady in Colorado Springs who's known as the uh, Mad Pooper? Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. Um, an unidentified woman caught relieving her, herself in front of uh, Colorado Springs homes for at least seven weeks as she jogs around, called the Mad Pooper. Now cops are on the lookout for her. They're trying to find her. She's a jogger. <laughs> what in the hell Wait is going on? Are, are we saying she did this more than once? Oh, She's yeah. She's done it for seven weeks. Did you watch the news report? She's a no. serial pooper. I mean, listen, I've never done it once. But I could see, like, you're out for a jog and you got no option, right? 
Right. I, okay, I can, but you you would go find trees. Yes. She's doing it in people's front lawns. Yes, but we've all been there where you're like, oh, God, it's time. Right? Everybody's been there. Mm. There's also a bathroom there. across the street. They pointed out that there's like one of those parks with a bathroom, and she did it in front of this lady's kids. Yes, let me, and the let me kids read the quote. come running in. Let me read the quote from Kathy Beauty of uh, Colorado <laughs> Springs who told KKTV, quote, uh, we're like, there's a lady, uh, taking a poop. The kids came inside, said there's a lady pooping. And she goes outside to confront the lady saying, are you really taking a poop right here in front of my kids? And the lady says, yeah, sorry. Jesse, can you get a few of these clips as drops? Uh, I mean, it is the most absurd story. And why does this stuff always happen in Colorado Springs? Will screaming she's a serial pooper is classic. All right, we, we got to end the show. We, we, sorry about that. Well, tomorrow we'll play the news story because it's a two-minute news story that you think The Onion produced, and it's a legitimate news story of these neighbors going, well, you know, it's just not natural to be pooping in people's lawns. <laughs> Vic, what do you, you think? If you looked out your front window, I get mad when people let their dogs do this. And you saw that happening in your I, front I, yard. What would you do? Sorry, I would throw something at her. I would too. I would too. I I would too. You can't let that just happen. I I let my dog out. <laughs> my vicious dogs. Well, we we've got breaking news here. All right. All right. Um, we got to go. A, a listener of the show, a gentleman who's a guest on this show. Uh-huh. Uh, he just told me I could say who it is. Nick Cosmider, friend of the program, just texted me. The mad pooper takes her number twos in my aunt and uncle's neighborhood, which is one of the nicest in Colorado Springs. Wow. You know what it sounds like to me? Uh, she's getting back at the rich people. I guarantee that's one of these stories. We got to have Nick's aunt and uncle on to talk yeah. about this. Yeah, Darn right we do. Yeah. We do. Thanks for the, thanks for the tip, Nick. We're going to be investigative reporters on this. And, and Nick, we apologize the way HW pronounces thanks. Thanks. Oh, and gosh. Thanks for listening to this show. For H.W., for Manchester, for Jesse, all our guests today, Kyle Keefe, our Broncos outsider, Steve Cook, interim head coach of the Rapids, and, of course, Peter Schaefer, NFL agent. I'm Vic Lombardi. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Well, let's just say this, because that was like about a minute clip. That was better radio with Adam Schefter and Joe Thomas and Peter Schaefer and Vic Lombardi. Oh, no doubt about it. Why do you think we ran it? Altitude 950 is your home for great sports talk. Uh, by the way, there's a movie coming out, Battle of the Sexes, with Emma Stone in that. And comes Steve out Car- later I this year. I think Steve Carell is Bobby Riggs. Okay. And I swear to God, he looks 70 in it. And back in 1973, 55 was the equivalent of 70. You're right. You know what? It's funny. You look back at those. <laughs> those 50-year-olds look older. Oh, my they, God. They just act older. Look you know? at, it was like we talked about this when, when Raleigh Massimino passed away. He looked ancient when Villanova won the title, and he yeah. was like 55. He looked so old. So, my bad. He, Bobby Rigg wasn't in his 70s. He just looked it. I mean, when Noah was on that arc, he was actually like 26. <laughs> Dude, if I was 70. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow night, the Avalanche continue their preseason with a showdown against the Stars. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Join Mark Mosier on the call exclusively on your home for Colorado Avalanche hockey. Altitude 950. KKSE, Parker, Denver. Walk shot, battle on these boards, whatever we need, we pay the price. This is the home of your Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. 
Scott Hastings, Julie Brown. Starts now. Now! Starts now! Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate. I manipulate. Serene creates. Serene creates. It's a Wednesday morning hump day. We're getting you over the hump. We hope you enjoy it. A lot of stuff to talk about. You know where you're at. Scott and Julie. Altitude 950. I said hallelujah to the 16-year-old You get down There you go. Man, how's everybody doing out there today? Hope you're having a wonderful day. What? Man, we talked a little bit about it yesterday. Scott and Julie with you. Fall is in the air. I, I, I got up at 6.30 today, walked outside in, in, my, in my pajamas. Mm. In my T-shirt. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, uh, dude, it was cold. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it was cold early this, early this morning. I took, I woke up at 6.15, was going to go on a jog, was driving to the park. At 6.15? Yeah. So you jogged to where you, I mean, you drive to your jog place. Yes. I would never jog if I had to do that. When I, when I had a house and I was jogging for a while, uh-huh. I, I'd go out the doors and take off. And, and it was much easier that way. If I had to drive... To where you jog? To where I jog. I don't necessarily have to. It's just prettier because I live downtown. So right. I'll jog at like Sloan's Lake. I'll jog at Wash Park. Today I did Cheeseman. So lakes are pretty. Do you do the whole uh, thing around the whole lake? Yeah, that's 2.6. Wash Park is... So do it twice. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's freezing. And it's like, well, do I turn off and just go to the gym? Ah, oh, yeah, where it's nice and warm. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you this. And we don't advertise. And we don't advertise. So, and listen, I... I, uh, I, I do a few advertisements, uh, Ring Pro on Ring Pro, Pro Partners, uh, the first person I called when I, when I purchased a new place and when the inspector looked at my heater and said, you know, these things last about 20 years, a life, life is basically 20 years, you're at 24. Go, Let me call my boys a ring. So right away, in fact, I was by there today putting on my new ring. So I, I use the stuff I talk about. If I don't, I, I've literally lost in my career because believe it or not, when you talk about stuff, you get paid. Uh, I literally have lost thousands of dollars because if I, 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 don't, I don't like that or I don't use it, so I, I just won't, I won't talk about it. Uh, low T Center was there yesterday. I, I, I love the low T. Changed my life. Your brought, energy's up, I've noticed. Brought, brought me back to the, from the dead, uh, when, when I was diagnosed, had, had low testosterone. So it was awesome for me. So I, I talk about those things and I, I use it. Ideal hormones. I just, Purchased a house. I, I use ideal home loans. So I'm going to talk about a place I went to yesterday that I, that I don't advertise for. And I, if anybody back in sales is listening to the show, maybe you call these guys. I don't know if you've heard this gym. And gyms kind of come and go. And there's some great gyms. I, I, I belong to 24 hour fitness right now. And, you know, there's the DTC or the, the Denver Athletic Club, DAC, I guess. And, uh, the downtown athletic club. And they, I mean, some great facilities. That's right, anytime, anytime fitness. Uh, what's the place out in Inverness? A great place out there. Some, some really great clubs and, and workout places. Although I saw a place yesterday up off 58, like 55th, 58, uh, where they teach Krav McGraw. They teach what? Krav McGraw. What is that? It, I think it said Colorado's Krav McGraw. What is that? Uh, it, it's a martial arts, um, that they, that the, uh, the Mossad and the, the Israeli armed forces all, all do. So you're playing on killing somebody. Oh, no, but it's cool though. I, I, I'm like, dude, I didn't know they had that in Denver, but I'm like, man, it's so far from the house. I almost walked in there 
just to go, dude, what do you teach? There's my first question on, on the Ream Pro Partners text line at uh, 30933. If you could take any martial art, what would it be? If you could be a karate man, if you could be a karate man, what would you be? Or if you take martial arts, what do you take? So I, I, I didn't do it, but I, I saw that uh, Krav Maga and I said, oh, dude, I should have walked in there. But I was scared. I was intimidated. Like, I, I took martial arts one summer. Uh, and I still, there's a lot of techniques I can, I use, and it helped me for basketball, and I, and I took it for like seven, eight months. And, and techniques and balance and, 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 uh, center of gravity and stuff like that, I, I, I still use. Um, and it, and it is phenomenal. And so I've always been really interested in it and would love to do it again, but then I'm like, eh, know, back kills me. I wanted to get into jujitsu for a while, but You'd then, be in a class with like six-year-olds, cause you gotta start with some kind of really, belt, right? Really? Really? Scott, you have to start anything at the lowest. Well, I, I have a yellow. Is I that had, the first? Had, oh, that's the second. White's first. You have a white, the yellow, yellow. So you walk in the door and you get a white. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Virgin. So I, yeah, you, you walk in there as a white and then I think the next one's a yellow and then I think it moves up from there. So if you take a martial art, if you take a martial art, what do you take? But have you ever heard of a, a, a workout facility called Choose? Choose gym or something like that. Yeah, I've heard of that place. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Dude, I walked into that place yesterday. There's, there's one over by where I'm, where I'm moving to. Man. Choose? Like I choose it? It's like C-H-U-Z-E or something like that or C-H-U-S-E. But anyway, they've got a whole room. They call it a theater room. And they've got, they've got bikes. They've got elliptical trainers. They've got treadmills. They've got all this stuff. And they have a movie rolling, and it's whatever movie of the day is, and they just have it rolling on a continuous loop throughout the entire day. And people, I walked in there, and it's they get it's dark, so you go in there, so it's like you're in a real movie, but you're exercising. And the guy was telling me, he said, "Yeah, we have dudes come in here, we'll we'll uh you know jog ten miles and not even realize it because they got caught up watching the movie and stuff." But talk about, have you ever, I mean, they So have, their attitude, I just looked it up. And again, this is not, we don't. We don't advertise. I just walked in yesterday. It was, it was unbelievable. Their attitude, it's, their they motto have an attitude? Is less attitude, more fitness. <laughs> less attitude, more fitness. There you go. And it's not expensive because a lot of those clubs are crazy. It was the good price point. It was a nice price point. Uh, yeah, so I, th- I think I'm gonna sign up for it today. I, I, I liked them. I thought it was kinda cool. But anyway, if anybody's been out there, tell me if you've been out there too. Okay. So, we're gonna get in a little bit to the Rockies. Disappointing. But did, did disappointing I, did I also not tell you that Johnny Cueto always pitches well against the Rockies? You did. And, and, and there we go. Oh, they gotta go out there and sweep San Francisco. The dude, you know, they got Johnny Cueto. And, and, and there was a stat last night in the game, and I didn't watch all the game. Um, I didn't, I didn't see, uh, Nishak blow it in the ninth or anything, but, or the eighth, the eighth or ninth, whenever he got, gave the run. Um, but Johnny Cueto has this year for as bad as San Francisco been, it, it, hitters are hitting 165 against him when runners are in scoring position. That, that's a hell of a stat though. I get it. But at 12 games left, if you think you're a playoff team, Johnny Cueto, I understand that. But you when are you going to beat the teams that, May lose a hundred games. Johnny Cueto's now, I believe, beaten the Rockies twice in the last month. So the wild card lead is now down to one. I still think they're going to get there, but I knew this whole thing was going to give us a stomach ache. 
Well, well, here's the bad thing. It's not going to get people stomach aches. It's going to get people the, the sore fingers because they're going to turn off and watch it. I, I wanted to watch the abs last night. Yeah. Turn that off in the second period. And I'm like thinking, here's my tooth. Well, I don't know. I'm jumping again. Well, this is that's all the stuff we're going to talk about. I don't know if I want to give you my good material yet. Don't do it. Okay, so we're going to talk some little abs. We're going to talk some Rockies down to one game. Broncos, we're getting ready. we got tons of people. Jeff Lugwall is going to join us at 1030. Uh, also, how about Air Force? they got a uh, big game. San Diego State. San Diego State, which has right now, the, the, the I think, the country's leading rusher. They're in the top 25. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're a top 25 team, San Diego State, and I think they're running back, um, who sat behind last year, and he had over a thousand yards. I, I know in total offense last year, but, but, uh, this guy is unbelievable, so they've, they've got their, their task in front of them. So we'll talk with the head coach of the Air Force Academy, Troy Calhoun, good friend. Um, so we'll speak with him, and then we'll get in with Brian Howell, uh, from the Buff Zone, buffzone.com. Is that what that would be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, we've had him on before on all the programs. He's, he, he can address, we talked to Darren Shiverini yesterday. He likes the progression of where this team's going, but I think there's still things that we want to see on the, they're three and oh, but I don't know well, if it's they're a really three and oh. And, and no knock on UNC, they beat UNC last week. Yeah, and the whole CSU thing was a little bit. Yeah, didn't okay. do much after they, it looked good early and then didn't, didn't do anything, but give CSU some credit. I mean, CSU, you know, got stouter and. Oh no, but I mean, like, that was a controversial game. Oh yeah, sure. I mean three different touchdowns, two on one drive, kind of pulled back because I think it was all uh, offensive pass interference or something. Wasn't it, it was, as I remember. So coming up after the break, coming up is, after the break, this is a fascinating story. You mentioned Pat Neshek. Well, we're going to do the Mad Pooper sometime today too. Don't don't For let us sure. forget about the Mad Pooper lady. But this story, Pat Neshek and the Diamondback Zach Grinky are in it. Oh, and like, I got I got something to say about that. Okay, so Neshek, let me just tease this. Okay, tease it. He called Grinky an a-hole. Well, there's been a lot of people have said that about him. But from other teams? Like, we talk about maybe the Rock. you know, this is one incident, but we talk about do the Rockies have a rival. I think just by where they are, um, competitive-wise, the Diamondbacks are the natural one. But this may get things going because Pat Nishek didn't hold back on Zach Grinky. It's a really interesting story. Well, we will, uh, we'll talk about that. Okay. Act well, kind of interested. Well, uh, yeah, well, I like stuff like this. You, I do you're too. like, you're like, oh, oh, you're like, oh. <laughs> I think it's a great story. Um, wait, what was I like? <laughs> oh, so I'm sitting over here with the angels. Oh, <laughs> and you're over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a story. It's such a sad, a, a bad story. And a, a friend of mine, um, older gentleman in this neighborhood, good guy, always kind of a guy that fixed up everything around everybody, and had an, uh, an older lady who's since passed. But she had this high kind of shrill voice. My buddy's name is Chuck. And I was sitting there kind of talking to him, and, and where we were at, a lot of crows. And all of a sudden he's hearing, Chuck! 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 And he, he just ignored it because he thought it was the crows. He looks up and it's this lady calling his name. Chuck! Chuck! But it sounded like, Chuck! Chuck! So I always think about that when I think of the crows. Winter is here. This is what I think of when I think of angels. <laughs> that looks like that hurts you. 
break. Pat Nishak going after Zach Grinky when we come back. It's Scott and Julie. It's uh, Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Dick Lombardi show. Deals in sports, whether the negotiations for contracts or trades, they're like being pregnant. Either you is or you ain't. You, know, you can't be almost pregnant and you can't have almost a deal. I mean, it came close and it went right up to the wire on that Tuesday. I remember where I was and it didn't happen. Once it didn't happen, the trade line deadline kicks in and you go back and block the guy in front of you. Dick Lombardi, every weekday morning, 7 to 10, only on Altitude 950. Buying or selling a house doesn't need to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling. Lucas Akers and his team of agents all over the Denver area can help save you money. Why pay a 6% commission? With Metro 21 Real Estate, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-4663. Find out how they can help you or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Call 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-4663. Tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. NMLS 158-1504. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, half for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell and Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Here we go again with Colorado's season of change. The leaves change, the temperature changes, even quarterbacks change. Hi, I'm Alan Roach for Johnson Auto Plaza, where we can help you change into that new Jeep you've spent the summer dreaming about. Nobody does it like Johnson Auto Plaza. The Jeep celebration event brings special incentives on every new Jeep in the lineup. There's the new Cherokee, it's best in class, four-wheeler of the year. Jeep Wrangler, the classic, just keeps getting better. The signature Grand Cherokee, it's one more awards than any SUV on the planet. You can test drive a Patriot, a Compass, or the incredibly priced Jeep Renegade. With hundreds of new Jeeps in stock, right now, Johnson has your kind of change. It's the perfect partnership. Jeep provides the savings, and the Johnson family provides that way of doing business that turns first-time buyers into lifetime customers. Change into your new Jeep at Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. 
Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All our all our waitresses are just like family, you know. I had the honey smoked salmon Caesar salad. It's delish. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora, off of Anna Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry and Leesdale, and downtown, off Fifteenth and Curtis. Are you in for ninety? The Colorado. The Rapids take on Montreal Impact on September 30th at 7 p.m. Starting in just $34, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to ColoradoRapids.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Hastings and Browman. Scott and Julie with you, sitting in the studio back in the old control room. We got Bill and Ted. Dan Tanner. That's Bill, I guess. Dustin, our new intern, is Ted. Will said he's heard of the movie. Hey, Will, yeah. ask him as he saw it, though. Has he seen it? Yeah, he said he's seen it. I would say 90% of the world has seen Bill and Ted's Big Adventure. I don't like to go to the beat of society. Scott. So you just go to the independent <laughs> films, right? You're at the Mayan yeah. on weekends? Okay. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, so uh, Pat Mishek, who gets get a little roughed up last night, uh, they were down when I watched 3-2 or 3-1, and Quaida was pitching pretty good. They just got somebody in the bullpen. And then I think it was 3-3, and they ended up losing 4-3 to the Giants. Well, after, I believe they were up 2 nothing, so that's a little tough, too. You have the oh, so the Rockies were up two nine. So uh-huh. I, okay, so oh. it, was, it must have been three two when I saw it. Okay, so let me do some background on this. So Pat Meshek is an avid collector of memorabilia, which I don't get. Well, it's a thing for him. I've actually seen Mark Stout interview him. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool that he. Well, I got a good buddy who has a whole whole card shop, and he's in that business. And I've been over to his shop a handful of times and enjoy it, and I enjoy him. But I, I, I just have never got it. Yeah. I appreciate it in that Nishek has something else besides just the game. Well, play, like he play darts. <laughs> okay, so he expressed some interest in getting Zach Grinke's autograph in the All-Star game. They were teammates on the National League side. So... He talked to him, he talked to Grinky at the All-Star Game. So this is what happens. This is what Pat Neshek posted on sportscollectors.net message board. He goes so, I mean, on. He's so big that he knows these message boards for, for, for sports collectors. Yeah. So everybody knows who he is. And I will say this, for All-Star Games, as I understand, all the guys going to go around and get all the guys' autographs and stuff. I, 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 I think. 
They do at the All Star yeah. Games. Yeah, 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 that's the thing. Okay, so this is what he posts. This is what Pat Nishek posts on SportsCollectors.net. Grinky stiffed me once again. I asked him at the All-Star game if he would sign for me, and he said he would. So a couple weeks ago, we played them, and I sent over the cards I needed signed. Basically, three league card, three league leaders cards with Kershaw and Wainwright already done, and two from 2015 to complete the set. He said no. I waited around for him during batting practice, and I went up to him, and he totally denied having the conversation at the All-Star game. I then asked him why this was a problem, and he said it's because I wear him out. In quotes. Hard to wear someone out when he's never signed for me. This is the only a-hole in the Major League Baseball that has been a turd to me. So going back to the conversation, Yay! I said I can get to you these done in will take five seconds. Just draw a little Z on them for me. He said, no, I will never sign for you. I walked away. A couple minutes later, I confronted him in the outfield while he was jogging, and I told him what I thought of him. He just kept on running and said I wouldn't even sign for your kid if he asked. I wanted to laugh knowing he had probably thought of that line for a long time, and that was the best he could come up with. I then let him know what I thought of him again, and being the socially awkward guy he is, he ran back to the dugout and went inside. So, I'm done with this guy. I'm basically going to have to trade with someone on here to 50-50 down the road. Basically, I mean, he still wants the autograph, yeah. but that's... Well, he wants it because he's got a set. I guess, I guess he want, want, wants a set. Right? Like I said, once again, I don't get it. I don't know. Now, now what's the set? Maybe we got to call Mike from uh, uh, Mike's Collectibles. And ask him if that set's worth anything. And, and I know a guy making millions of dollars. I can't believe he's actually doing it for the value. He's mad thing. too. Like he's chasing down an opposing pitcher. <laughs> I mean, that's right. he takes this stuff seriously. Well, they say that Grinky is kind of a, a weird duck. I mean, that, that that's I think that's been well documented, right? He's a little weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, maybe they'll get you know if, if the Broncos or the Broncos if the Rockies just don't blow it, maybe they'll get a chance to see each other. And he can ask one more time, you know, when they collect or when they when they're together, or maybe he sends Arenado over. Right. Exactly. I don't know. It's just something that I thought was like, wow, you just really never see this, where guys first say no to other guys' autographs, and then Pat Nishek's like, you're an a hole and you're a turd. Yeah, and then you throw it out there to the world to see. To the world well, or to the world of collectibles. Well, this did, did, is anybody, now, did anybody respond to, to Nishek on, on the on the board? Did they say, "Yeah, I've tried to get him, or I've got it"? Or uh, I don't know. I'll look at I'll look at the board a little bit later. So that reminded it makes me think about. I've always had pretty good luck when I was a kid when getting autographs. I don't think anybody's ever been a turd. Did you ever have somebody that was? Uh, I've seen two. I don't know if they're turd moves. I I, I don't know. Listen, listen. I, I I've always I've always looked at it this way. There's going to come a time when no one wants my autograph, so why would I turn somebody down? Uh, 